Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. Tonight, we're playing a short game. The name of this scenario is The Relocation of Cottonmouth Springs. It was written by my, Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd, and it's available on the Reckoning of the Dead website. I'm your GM, and we will call this version one in case we run it again. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> I didn't actually write an intro. I'll just uh, tell you what's up. Uh, you are traveling through uh, Cottonmouth Springs Valley. Uh, there is a uh, there is a uh, there are two dams at the moment. Uh, there is the north the old North Dam, which is on the verge of being demolished. And there is the South Dam, which is just about finished being built. Uh, in seven days, they are going to demolish the uh, old North Dam. Uh, this is just a crude drawing of the entire valley and the farms as they're divided up around things. So you can see the Cottonmouth Springs sits right about in the middle. Uh, there's not much to it. So you are at the moment pulling into Cottonmouth Springs from the uh, left side of your screen. And the first thing you see uh, to your left is uh, the Roland Family Hotel. Uh, the mayor's house is number five. The sheriff's office is number two. The courthouse is number three, where they keep all of the records. Uh, the town hall, number four. Uh, the general store, Fonsant's uh, general store is number six. And there's uh, church number seven. What would you like to do? And this is just a typical desert sort of community. Uh, the farms are uh, are mostly at the moment kind of fallow or grass and uh, or growing uh, growing alfalfa. Uh, the weather is hot. It's summer. Uh, well, we're expecting to be here at least a little while, aren't we? You yes, and you do have a uh, you do have a meeting with the mayor. When is the meeting with the mayor? Um, whenever you arrive. This nineteen forty four, by the way, nineteen forty four, uh, high desert California. Well, what time of day is it now? I will say it's around ten in the morning. Well, do we have time to check in at the hotel before the meeting? Um, you can do that, sure. All right, just make sure that we get the cheapest rooms available. Don't want to be wasting any money. It's a little two-story hotel. Not much to it. I think I can get us a good deal. So, uh, yeah, I'll go uh, go see what they have available. Okay, so you pull up in front of the, uh, the hotel. And uh, you walk in the front door. Uh, there's a little counter there. And there is a man and a woman uh, behind the counter. They're uh, not really dressed formally. Uh, she's uh, waxing down the top of the thing, and he's doing something. And he looks up and he says, "Ah, some guests. Can we help? Can I help you?" Yes. Good morning. Uh, I'd like uh, four rooms. Uh, four rooms. Uh, let's see. Uh, sure. And names? Uh, I'm Archie Calvert. Uh, I've got uh, uh, E. William Whitaker, uh, Marty Howard, and Jim Coleman. Whitworth, fellow. Whitworth. All right. And you two? 
I'll yeah. need hey, I'll, I'll yeah. I'm Marty. Nice, nice to meet you. Uh, I'll need I'll need your uh, see your IDs, and uh, uh, we'll get y'all set. So thank uh, you very much. Let's see. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, Mr. Uh, Calvert, you're going to be in room one. Um, Mr. Uh, 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 Whitworth, you're going to be in number two. Uh, Mr. Coleman, you're going to be in three. And Mr. Howard, you're going to be in four. Uh, my name is uh, uh, Andrew Rowland, and uh, this is my wife, Sarah. Hi, Andrew. Nice to meet you, ma'am. She says, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Uh, can we ask what you're in town for? Oh, I'm so glad that you asked. Um, Mr. Whitworth, do you want to tell them now or do you want to tell them later? Well, I, I, I think it's only fair to, to, uh, to start off as we mean to go on. Um, we're, uh, we're in town to, um, well, to exercise the federal government's uh, um, uh, uh, constitutional rights under the Fifth Amendment to... Uh, to uh, eminent domain. That is to say, um, we're here to buy up your town, sir. Buy up the town? Yes, um, within, uh, within a week's time, this is all going to be uh, a, great, a great big new dam. It's all gonna be underwater. Have, have yeah, you not been told be. about this? What, what, what are you talking about? Well, I, yeah. I believe I just told you so. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here to purchase your, your properties uh, to compensate you and uh, help you to move out. Yeah, well, if you come back here in about a week's time, you'll be underwater, so. You all must he, he be. looks extremely distressed. You uh, all must, must be familiar with uh, the new dam, right? Uh, Tom, what's the, the nearest um, large town to here? Um... Probably the nearest big town would be San Francisco okay. or San Damiel. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you'd been to the, uh, the, the, the documents have been on display in the, the planning office in San Damiel for uh, nigh on seven months now, sir. Yeah, well, you have but, to take an interest in local affairs. But, no, but nobody's ever discussed any of this with us. Well, no, we're here now. And we're Since very I sorry that... Uh, no one was uh, able to come in our role sooner. You see, the uh, it takes a while for the you know how it is with the state government to get the necessary uh, necessary funding. But and what with the war and so forth, his uh, his wife comes over and they're like holding each other like this, staring at you, just dumbfounded. And well, terrified. now, folks, don't don't be concerned. We have plenty of funding from the state government to get you all excellent new properties elsewhere. Have, have, sure. have you talked to the mayor about this? We're, uh, we're gonna meet with him uh, over lunch. We just thought we'd get settled in first. Yeah, we just, we just thought it was, uh, seeing we're, we're staying at your hotel, we thought it would be the, uh, the decent thing to do to uh, appraise you good folk of, uh, of why we're here. This is really, if you think about it, this is a, a wonderful opportunity for you. Yes, yes, new, new, new locations. It's like Jim, Jim. While, yes, while we're waiting for lunch, pastors. Um, yeah, Jim, Jim is um, looking down at the ground, shaking his head slightly, saying to himself, "Subtle." He, he grabs your keys, and he says, "Well, well, here's your keys. 
Uh, well, thank, thank you. Very much. He, uh, uh, Mr. Whitaker's right. You know, you uh, you must be a uh, fairly important people in this town, and and, uh, and well informed. Uh, you must get travelers from other places. Uh, is there uh, is there anywhere that you uh, anywhere that you think you uh, might find to be a good uh, location for uh, you know a new hotel? Because uh, we're here to help make that happen. I'm sure. Uh, he looks I'm, I'm told Humboldt County's on the up. Uh, at this point, the more you're talking to him, the more uh, skittish. I mean, he looks absolutely fucking terrified. Like, he's trying to figure out exactly what you're telling them, that they're going to have to leave? So I'm, I'm approaching both, and I'm kind of tapping the lady on her hand, Cam, and saying, take a seat, take a seat, sir. Um, I'll make sure you get as good a price as we can give you. Oh, I'm, yes, just, I'm just going to um, uh, uh, whisper in uh, Mr. Coleman's ear, um, just uh, start off as, uh, off at 50% to start, and then we'll work up to 60. That way they'll think they're getting a good deal. I will offer them something later, sir. I think they need a little bit of uh, time. Let's go see the mayor before we start telling everybody else what we're doing. Uh. Well, that sounds like a good idea. But, says, uh, I, I, I don't know how to, how to respond to this. Uh, well, you'll have some time to uh, think it over. I'm mostly here to uh, be sure you uh, understand uh, other options and uh, hopefully help you get an excellent loan for another property. Do you, uh, Somewhere quite I'm profitable, right. I hope. I might need to freshen myself up. Do you, you, uh, you need help carrying your stuff up to the... The rooms. Oh well, thank you for thank you for offering. Uh, I think uh, I can. Kyle, John. Yes. After a couple of seconds, uh, a couple of young guys come around the corner. Now, you definitely see family resemblance. Um, old. Uh, I mean, he's not that old. I'd say that the the proprietors are probably in their maybe forties. Uh, these these two kids look like they're maybe. Late teens, you know, maybe 18 at the most. Um, uh, he's got a, he's kind of buck-toothed and uh, they got blonde, blonde hair and uh, um, they're all kind of ugly, you know, just in general, kind of country bumpkin ugly. No offense to any country bumpkins out there, but uh, Thank <laughs> you. it's country uh, bumpkin ugly. Uh and uh say be, be careful with that luggage there boy that's that's fine italian leather the boys even more so you know hey they good morning boys uh, thank you for your help uh, i think i think i've got mine uh it sounds like uh sounds like mr uh, whitworth needs some extra care with his so they uh they help you take your stuff up to your rooms on the on the one level up um, I'd like you all to do a listen roll. Yes, I pass. Okay, barely. The uh, the rooms in the hotel are fairly small. Um, there's not much to them. They they do have bathrooms, but the walls are pretty thin. 
And as you're, you're just sort of putting your stuff away, uh, you can hear uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Roland downstairs talking on the phone. What is he saying on the phone? Well, you're you're hearing some mumbling, but but it's 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 and they say they're here to to buy up the whole town. Yeah, I, think I know. Kind of just just say say to myself, <laughs> yeah, we are going to buy up the whole town. I mean, trying to. So you can hear he's calling people. Well, it's all well and good. They can make preparations to leave. Yay. Get out of here early. So you are are uh, you, you get all your stuff put away, and uh, it's you're probably the next step would be to go talk to the mayor. Yeah, but I think we want to get our stuff away quickly and down down to the mayor. Okay. Yes. Um. I'll I'll, I'll grab my attaché case with my paperwork. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I get a change of clothes. I uh, have the same. Uh, I assume I also have some, uh, maybe some notes about uh, ideals uh, available on properties elsewhere, places we can, you know, recommend to the, t to the people for their relocation. Okay. Uh, when, uh, I'll just add one thing. As you go back down the stairs and uh, you head out, um, uh, uh, Mr. Roland and his wife and the two boys and three other little children uh, are all kind of standing over behind the desk staring at you in Hi, kids. terror. And the kids are all, you know, kind of holding on to mom and dad. And uh, I, they just, they're just, they're just completely terrified it looks like. I'll just I'm just gonna completely ignore them and walk out. Well I am gonna I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna point to um point to him like hey when I get back it'd be much easier if you just had your tax records prepared for me to review that'd be excellent. Thank you. Don't uh, but don't stress too much about that folks you still have a you still have a bit of time. We're uh, we're off to see the mayor now but when we do come back well why don't you uh, start thinking about where you might like to have your new hotel. I'm going to um, wander back in. Um, uh, this time I'm uh, fishing around in my attache case and take out a piece of paper and hand it to them and say, I forgot to give you this, sir. This is your notice of government condemnation. <laughs> oh, this is great. So um, uh, Jim's got a business card and he's just writing a little note on the back. Don't worry, I'll talk to you later. And uh, I, I would just pass that over to Ariona. Yeah. So uh, it's not far. It's just down the street and around the corner to get to where the mayor's house is. Uh, and as you are traveling down this street, you, you could probably just walk it because it's probably no more than 100 feet, maybe 200 feet. Um, you definitely notice people staring at you out the windows. Okay. Good Lord. Is that uh, a court? Is that a I, courthouse they've got there? Why would a town this size need a courthouse like that? That's completely unnecessary. It's not that big. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Whitworth, 
Mr. Whitworth, are you always as subtle as this when you go into town? Look, I, this is this is just my job. I, if I take pleasure from anything, it's from spending the money, not from earning it. Yeah. Sometimes he's even sometimes he's even subtler when uh, you know when he's in a, a good mood. Listen, right, right yeah. Well, if you if you if you had to put up with the abuse I've had from doing this job, you'd realize exactly why I try and get everything done as quickly as possible. Well, why, why do you think I carry this beauty with me everywhere I go? What's well, I, th I think you two uh, just answered why uh, why they need a courthouse even in a town this size. Well, I mean, um, something you got to understand. Is your name Archie? Archie's son? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you, you understand Uncle Sam always gets his cut, right? There's, there's nothing, there's nothing they're going to be able to do to, uh, to offset it. If Uncle I, I can guarantee you, sir, that the, 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 uh, that the state legislature will not stay the condemnation, even if they bring a, a counter case against us. It'll, the dam will still go ahead. They might well, be able uh, to increase the amount of compensation they get by a fraction, but that's the best they can hope for. Well, it's not the, it's not the, the dam that I'm concerned about at the moment. It's us getting lynched before we actually speak to the mayor. Well, luckily, luckily, uh, luckily, Marty and uh, Uncle Sam always have their gun too, right, Marty? Yeah, we always have our gun and we always get our cut. We always remember those two things. I'm here to get the cut. The guns are coming in five days. So they can choose who they want to deal with. All right. So you're actually not too surprised that as you come around the corner of the building and, you can, and the, the mayor's house comes into view, the mayor and his wife and his children are all like on the front porch of the house looking to see when you come. And once they see you, you see the mayor kind of shush the children to go back inside. And uh, How many children? Oh, maybe five. Well, there's little else to do out here in the countryside, is there? And he, uh, he looks rather concerned. Now, the, the, the mayor himself... Uh, he looks like he's maybe uh, 60 or so years old. He's around uh, uh, Coleman's age. And uh, his wife is about the same. And uh, he's got his arms folded and, and a look of, of concern, anger. You're not quite sure what it is. Do we already know the mayor's name? Or do uh, we just know it's, the mayor? You know that it's Mayor Thompson. Uh, gentlemen, please come inside. Thank, Thank you very Tom. much, Mayor Thompson, and uh, good morning to you. Uh, I think we have uh, all the information uh, you and uh, you and your people will need to uh, yeah, get organized. Yeah, just, just a moment. Uh, um, uh, this is my wife, Anne. Uh, nice and to meet you, ma'am. Good morning. She's like standing right next to him, clinging on to him at this point. Um, and he says, please, please come in and sit down. Make yourselves at home. Uh, now, what is this I hear? Uh, I was expecting a meeting with you this morning, but I didn't know why. What is this I hear about you buying yeah. up the town? Well, the yeah, we're, we're, town. We're, very, uh, we were very sorry to learn that uh, you, you and uh, your town had not been uh, fully informed uh, about the construction of the new dam. Uh, is that right? Or, or are you familiar with the new dam? Well, we knew they were building something down there. We didn't know exactly what it was. And... We had no idea. Nobody ever said that they were going to do anything with our, our town. Oh, yeah. uh, we we're, were rather well, fond of it. I, I, not... I wish that you had come to me first 
Uh, I'm sure that half the town is aware of it, and I know they're not going to take this very well at all. Well, nobody ever does, but... Yes, but you have to... I understand you know, you're not politicians, but you have to handle some of these things delicately. It's, you don't have to worry about it. You're, you, you won't be up for re-election. I, I assure you the town won't be here. We're talking about people's lives here, sir. Um, I, I, excuse me. I, I do agree with you, Mayor Thompson. Uh, and, and Jim reaches to shake his hand. Um, I'm here to appraise the property for everybody and give them as good a deal as possible. <sighs> Um, yourself included. So yes, I, I believe you're right. We should have spoken to you immediately. Yes, I, I agree with Mr. Coleman. And uh, and after he's uh, finished appraising and making sure that you uh, get excellent compensation, uh, I'm here to help you uh, identify uh, suitable new properties, uh, make sure that uh, you get the best possible loans uh, if necessary. Uh, this may be a, an opportunity for uh, not only yourself, but a lot of people uh, here what? at uh, Cottonmouth. Uh, I have to explain to you, this is rather overwhelming. What, uh, what sort of timetable are we looking at? Well, in uh, about a week. <laughs> about in five days. A week? No, 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 no. In five days, the National Guard will show up. So that way in six days, in six days, the National Guard will show up. So that way in seven days, this will all be underwater. Oh my! Yeah, that's right. You see, the, uh, we think that probably the reason you weren't more uh, more quickly informed is because there was not originally any intention uh, to require the properties uh, here in the town. It was somewhat belatedly calculated that when the uh, the North Dam is demolished, there will be flooding, considerable flooding. Now this will this will mostly affect the farmland, and that's why uh, the farmers will will need to be relocated. But it will also affect the town. You say considerable flooding. If they if they demolish that dam, this whole valley is going to fill up with water. Right. Well, that's that exactly right. Idea. And you, uh, yeah. Well, so you're not shocked to uh, not shocked to know that uh, that would be the consequence. And you're telling me there's not really anything we can do about it. Right. Then it's, then it's a matter of how we handle this. Now, uh, may I ask, uh, Mr. Mayor, um, what is your current population here? <sighs> I'd say we have about 18 farms. Uh, not exactly sure of the population. They're all families. Do you, do you know everyone in town rather well? Yes, pretty well, pretty much. Do How... Uh, well, just just how uh, attached to uh, to the roots uh, here in the town are, are the people? Uh, oh. Do you know of anyone who will be particularly dismayed to be relocated? I, I don't know of anybody that's not going to be. Oh, I see. That's, uh, well, that I mean, is certainly we, a concern. We worked, we worked very hard, you know, in this, in this place to make a living, and this is, this is where our homes are. This is this is going to be very difficult, very difficult indeed. Well, I, I am I am truly sorry, Mr. Mayor. We all are. Well, how much uh, are you offering? I mean, I own seven hundred acres. Well, I just pat Jim on the shoulder. That's uh, 
Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be uh, Mr. Coleman's uh, area of expertise. Uh, well, one, one thing I do have for you, sir, I have a, um, I have a condemnation order for um, your house and land. Um, I also have uh, condemnation orders for the town hall and the courthouse, which I imagine I'll be serving to you. Now, of course, there'll be no compensation for them because they are uh, state properties. So uh, they've already been um, assessed and rectified with the uh, appropriate department. Yes, fine, 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 fine. But my colleague here will, will appraise your land and then uh, we, will, we will offer you um, uh, 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 adequate compensation in line with your Fifth, uh, fifth Amendment rights. So. What exactly is adequate compensation? Uh, well, um, you know, the value of the land as my associate sees fit. And that would be, um, that would be you, Mr. Coleman. Yeah. Um, can I just ask, Tom, was it 65 thousands we've got what, what, what was the figure you have again? 650,000 yeah okay right uh, well I think uh, Mr. Mayor we're looking at uh, about 40 42,000 for your property 42,000 for my property yeah my house and everything my 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 uh, un unfortunately because uh, the government is buying up the whole area you won't get a hundred percent really of the price. It's, it's very unfortunate, but that's probably about as good as we can give you. What am I going to do with forty thousand um, dollars? Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mayor, that's uh, that's partly what I'm here for. Uh, you said you have seven hundred acres here. I have seven hundred acres, sir. Well, in, in the longer term, were you were you eventually hoping to have? more acres were you hoping to develop the properties were you there there are no more acres this is this is farmland and it's pretty much roped in on all sides by the mountains so well that's that's what i thought so if you're uh, if you're going to consider somewhere to relocate are you interested in a place that might have more possibility for expansion or development i don't know i don't know at this point i gotta tell you quite honestly uh uh, by now you start to hear noise outside. Okay. And he looks at his wife who's been standing there next to him. And he says, uh, go see what that sound is. And I, uh, I was, I was going to suggest sir, that we, uh, you maybe arrange a public meeting, but I think that might already be happening. <laughs> I think we, uh, <laughs> most definitely the, around the corner at the town hall. Um, just a moment, please. And he gets up and uh, and goes over to his wife, and they both walk over to the window and they look at him. Jesus Christ! As he's doing that, I want to whisper to Jim, "Offered him too much." So uh, he's going to go. He he leaves the room with his wife for a few minutes, and uh, you hear him suddenly outside on the front portions. Now listen up here, folks. I know I know you what you've been hearing. Uh, let's call the town meeting. Uh, let's sit that town meeting for about uh, an hour and a half from now. Uh, you go ahead and call your families and friends from uh, the the farms all around, and uh, and we'll have a discussion about this. And and you hear questions. Is it true they're going to buy up the place? We don't want to leave. No, no. You know that's this is our land, our house. Just so he uh, he comes back in. He's kind of white and and uh, red, 
And he's like, mm -hmm. this is going to be quite a, a hornet's nest, I'm afraid. But uh, I think that you're going to probably end up having to go out to all these farms and assess each one of them. And I'll go with you because uh, that would be greatly really keep you out of uh, trouble. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, we're sure that'll be very helpful. This this uh, isn't gonna, this isn't going to take place in one night. Are you are you staying in town? Uh, just over the hotel. Over Rollins, okay. Um, now may, may I ask a question, please? Um, we uh, on on the uh, the local map of this area, we're we're showing um, a, a, a church of uh, Tellurus Matris Nostre. Now now um, just down the street. Well, that yeah. is a little bit rusty, but is is that the 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 the, the, the church of Mother Earth? I believe. It's our, our Lady of the Earth, yeah. Um, Lady of the Earth. Uh, well, um, that's now, Pastor John and, and Dorothy's Meyer. I uh, see. Ah, right. Yeah. Now, now, the question was who to, to whom we would serve that uh, novice of condemnation, but you appear to have answered that question. Oh, I hate it when you say it like that, but that's John and, and uh, Dorothy. Mears. Mears is their last name. Pastor Mears. Pastor Mears. What denomination well, is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you, what you mean, denomination. Well, um, uh, what, what, what kind of, is it a Unitarian? It's, it's just a church, it's just a church. Um, well, well, do you think they might be, uh, might be helpful in, uh, in settling uh, people's minds? Well, I don't know, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor John probably has the least amount of land. Uh, obviously, he's not a farmer. But I mean, does, it, does everyone attend the church? Yes. So uh, he must uh, he must be fairly close to uh, people of the town. Maybe uh, maybe maybe he'll be able to uh, you know quieten their spirits a bit and uh, you know settle their their minds. Uh, we really are very sorry uh, if this causes alarm, but uh, but I can assure you I've come well prepared to offer everyone involved uh, uh, excellent and fair loans and opportunities uh, wherever they may be interested in relocating whether well, they maybe some of them wish to remain neighbors and uh, perhaps uh, collaborate uh, on property this is, or this is a lot to, somewhere uh, they've always wanted to go yes is it, this is a lot to uh, process at the moment uh, uh, of course we we uh, understand maybe do you, do you need a bit of gonna, time to we're going to have a, we're going to have a town meeting I'm, I'm sorry I'd like our hospitality to be as as, as nice as possible for you I realize that you well, they're very kind over at the hotel so far. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is going to cause some uh, some serious disturbances. We're going to have to really smooth this over with some of these families. I mean, they'll, they don't want, they're not going to want to move. Why, why don't we, why don't we go talk to, to the pastor? Uh, does he, uh, does, does he and his wife uh, actually live over at the church? Well, well, yes, they do. But why don't we just wait until the town meeting and then we can clear all this up? With everybody right now, there's a rumor mill going around town that. Well, if you, as prefer, I say, I wish I wish you had told me first, and and not, uh, not just let it leak into the the whole town. By now, they're because you're not there to tell them what the truth is. So they're 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 thinking that you're going to drive them off their land with pitchforks and or or military. No, no, nothing like that. And and like we said, the. 
the the state's interest wasn't in this this property uh and uh well honestly uh, mr mayor we're not sure why uh, it wasn't uh, determined sooner that the that the valley would be flooded uh well but let's uh let's let's discuss all this at the the town meeting is is there anything that we can tell tell you personally that would be of assistance in, in preparing for the meeting i'm not so sure if you're gonna offer them what did you say? Forty thousand. Yep. Yeah, forty to forty-two. That's that's barely what the land is worth. Unfortunately, well, we have uh, a certain amount of land for the whole period. Well, then it sounds like the uh, the most important thing will be uh, people knowing what. Uh, what opportunities they have for other properties elsewhere that might be not only uh, currently affordable, but uh, likely to appreciate. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're talking about 8,750 acres in this valley. You're talking about 13 and a half square miles of valley. That's, uh, that's math beyond me, but, uh, uh, I'll just, I'll try to, I'll, I'll call the sheriff. I'll, uh, I'll make sure that, uh, that, uh, they, they help you to make sure that you're safe. But, uh, sheriff's not going to be happy either. He's got about 46 acres. Oh, I believe, yes. There's sheriff's office as well as, uh, um, state property. So, uh. Well, the um, office is, but his his personal property is not yours, sir. No, 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 no. Before we uh, before yet. we uh, before we uh, get ready for the meeting, c can you tell us? Uh, of course, I know this will be uh, you know Mr. Coleman's uh, expertise, but uh, are you aware of uh, any properties that are? particularly uh, unusual in their value uh, any uh, any uh, any specifics we should be it's, aware of this farmland yes and can you can you tell me where the uh, where your tax records are stored they're stored in the in the courthouse over there excellent thank great. you uh, all the all the county records the assessments and everything should be there already well well, thank you again, Mr. Mayor. Uh, I can tell you what, what I'm going to be doing uh, before the meeting is uh, heading back on over to the hotel and uh, uh, starting to make some, uh, make some calls uh, to, well, uh, to some lenders and maybe have some uh, information prepared our, for people. Uh, it's, again, our, it's our tradition that they'll, they'll ring the bell. So when you hear the bell ring, that's when the meetings all right. are Just, um, in order. Just, just let me know because because you're the of course uh, the first person we've we've spoken to at at length. Uh, I, I know you yourself may need more time to think it over, but are you expecting to want to acquire comparable property elsewhere, uh, a similar amount of? I, I can't even think about that right now, sir. Well, I'll just get as much general information as I can for you and uh, and have it ready for the meeting. So, so, um, so anyways, we'll assume then you should leave there and you guys go back to the hotel or do you want to do anything else? 
Well, I want to go. I want to get the tax records because uh, I want to discover if anybody is perhaps not been paying their property tax. So then okay. kicking them out will be a lot easier. Okay. And I do, like I said, I go back to the hotel and I start organizing the information. And now that I have some idea of what uh, Mr. Coleman's planning to offer everybody, uh, I'm gonna see if maybe I have uh, you know, some contacts at some banks, uh, try to get a sense of how I could get at least some of these people a favorable deal that they could afford, maybe in a comparable area where property values might go up to later compensate them for okay. getting such a terrible deal right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Whitworth and Coleman, what are you going to do? <sighs> I think well, um, how, sorry. I'm. Sorry. Go. go ahead. I was just going to say, um, how, how long have we got until this um, uh, um, town meeting? About an hour and 15 minutes or so. Uh, well, I, I might um, just um, take a stroll around and uh, work out um, which of these uh, condemnation notices attaches to which house. Okay. Um, and and I don't want anything to do with that. And uh, I'll be heading back to the hotel. I think what uh, I want to do is speak to Mr. And Mrs. Rowland and try and begin to have... A, a little bit more of a sympathetic um, response because I know that this meeting is going to be pretty rough um, okay. and, and give them some assurances that I'll look after them as best I can, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, if I run into them, uh, I also would want to know, I'll, I'll ask them something similar to what I asked the mayor in case they tell me anything that would like give me an idea of what would be useful to them. My hope is that at least one person can feel like I'm doing something helpful for them and then maybe okay. the word will spread. So um, so the two of you go back to, I'm pointing at the screen, uh, the two <laughs> of you go back to uh, uh, the hotel and uh, Marty, uh, Marty Howard, you end up going over to the courthouse and you walk inside and uh, it's very much, it's, it's very much like a country courthouse. Uh, uh, there are four people inside, two men and two women. Um, they are working behind desks. Um, uh, all four of them, almost in unison, when you walk in the door, they all look up at you. And, uh, you know, at the, 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 each of the men turns to each of the women and just sort of is like, that's, that's, that's one of them. Ah, can, can one of you point me to, to your tax records, please? And uh, uh, one of the gentlemen uh, stands up uh, and he says, uh, uh, my name is uh, Spencer uh, Sample, and this is my wife, Piety. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, what sort of records are you looking for? Uh, property taxes. And he says, uh, uh, property taxes on, on various things. Well, uh, I can, I can show you where those are. Oh, excellent. Thank you. You come with me. And uh, he and his wife, uh, they, uh, they sort of escort you down a hallway and into a room where there's a bunch of filing cabinets and things like that. And he's like, you should be able to find anything that you need here, sir. No, thank you. Uh, I don't know if you've got psychology. Do a psychology role. 
you know, that's a fail. Okay. Well, it doesn't take a lot to, to assess that they, they're rather, they, they know who you are and they're being icy, but yeah. they're being compliant because that's the law. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I like it when people are compliant. And then they and go. They don't leave. They both stand there sort of in the back and they watch you. So I'm just going to go filter through some records. Can I make a, um, an accounting test? I just like, once again, I only have like an hour. Sure. So I can't do a deep dive, but right. I want to just see who is behind on their taxes so we can pay them less. Okay. That's a 16. Um, okay. That's going to be um, a hard success. Almost. Okay. Um, just at a glance, I mean, you notice a few people that are, maybe a little off on their taxes now and then, but it's nothing malicious. It's probably more mistakes than anything else, but most of them, 95% of the things that you find, everything is, is correct and uh, they pay their taxes. Okay. I'm just going to make a mark of the, um, of who are the um, people who are off. Right. So when we encounter them later, we can adjust their uh, compensation accordingly. Ah, okay. And uh, uh, the guy, uh, Spencer, he says, uh, uh, Spencer, Spencer Sample, he says, so I, I heard there was a town meeting. Uh, uh, it's, it's already around town that you guys are going to chase us all off our land. Oh, we're not the ones doing the chasing. You see, we're here to make sure that those who are cooperative get compensated. Um, the National Guard who will be showing up, they're the ones who will do the chasing if that comes to that. And they they sort of look at each other and... Just being honest, folks. They they just clam up and they're, they look at each other a couple times and they're a little angry looking and a little, uh, little upset, obviously. Well, I mean... We're not going to listen. Just trying to help you, right? I mean, I'm sure you don't have scuba equipment in your house. So when this is several feet underwater, it's going to be quite difficult to live here. So we're just trying to trying to help you out. Uh, underwater? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, they're moving the dam further south. And when they blow up the old dam, you know, all water's got to come somewhere. And it's going to come here. They, they suddenly look at each other once again, quite terrified, um, but, but try to, she sort of assures him and he pulls himself together and, uh, well, is there anything else you need, sir? Oh, no, no, this is, this is fine. Thank All right. You. And that took you maybe half an hour or yeah. so to look at. Um, Let's see, uh, Edie, uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Dr. <laughs> uh, E.W., uh, you're walking around town and... Yes, sir. Uh, you see the church, you see the, the general store, you see uh, the sheriff's office. Um, there's not too much more. There's a town hall and you see people are starting to make their way and they're all talking to one another and they're all in groups of... Uh, uh, it looks like every uh, everybody is you know familiar with everybody knows everybody in this little town. Um, uh, cars are pulling into town from from off uh, 
little roads leading into town and uh, trucks and, and things like that. And whole families are getting out, wife, husband, five or six, seven or eight kids. Um, lots of people are showing up. Um, is there anything in particular you wanted to look at when you were walking around town? Well, um, no, I'm just mainly interested in sort of um, <clears throat> being being able to associate each one of the the notices I have with with the relevant property. Okay. So that so that after the meeting, I I can get around to uh, doing that. Um, I will I will try as best I can to. Um, Avoid the almost overwhelming compulsion to start dishing out the uh, the notices um, during the town meeting, but I think it's best done at the property itself. Really. Okay. Um, go ahead and do a a spot hidden. Uh, Ninety four. Oh, I seem to have something in my eye. No. Yeah, you don't see anything unusual about about anything um all right so uh uh archie you get back to the hotel uh along with uh, jim and uh as you're walking in uh the family has uh, uh the, the rollins have kind of gone back to what they were doing but as soon as you walk through the door uh they sort of huddle together again and watch you. Uh, so there's a town meeting. Yes, that's right. Uh, the mayor said in uh, about an hour and a half, have you uh, given any thought to uh, what you uh, might like to do, Mr. Roland? I I'm going to go uh, make some calls uh, to some contacts, uh, banks, lenders. I'm going to get as much information as possible, but since uh, You've been so gracious, and you were the first uh, person we spoke to. Uh, I'm just wondering if there's anything in particular I can look into for you. Have, have you uh, starting eaten? right now? Have you well, eaten? Well, no, no, we haven't. Thank you for asking. Um, I'll have uh, I'll have uh, have them bring up bring you up some food. Well, th thank you so much. Uh, well, that's really very kind of you, and uh, and yeah, uh, give give it some thought. Uh, I'll I'll be making those uh, calls uh, while I eat. And uh, if you think of anything, uh, you uh, just come on up, uh, let me know. All right. Um, Thank you, Kim. Uh, Jim, uh, you were going to talk to them, Mr. Coleman? Yeah, yeah. I, th I think uh, Jim is uh, wanting to bring a little bit, a fraction of reassurance, you know, so um, he sa uh, says to... Um, so Andrew, Andrew and Sarah. Yeah. He says, now, now Andrew and Sarah, I'm going to look after you as best I can. And uh, I, I want you to, I know it's very disturbing. And I know you, the way the other gentleman spoke to you when we first came in uh, must have been very upsetting. But um, I'm the guy that's going to be appraising the properties and especially going out to the farms. And uh, I'll get you as good, a, as good a price as I can. Well, uh I own, uh, uh, I don't own a lot of land. I own about 14 acres, but uh, I own the hotel. And, uh, and uh, you know, we've got kids, so uh, uh, 
where are we supposed to go? Well, I think uh, my colleague uh, you just spoke to, I think he's going to maybe help and advise of uh, other districts that are maybe uh, not far away, you know? I, I don't trust him. He doesn't look like a, he doesn't look like a family man. Are you a family man? Yes, I am, son. I am. I've got three children. Oh, all, all grown up, though. That's all grown up. That's yeah. wonderful. They got children? Yeah? Yeah, we've got one little grandchild. That, child. That, that, yeah. That's... See, I trust you because of that. And uh, you know what it's like. You know what it's like to be a family. And, uh, mm. and uh, geez, I, uh, I, I really don't want to leave. This is the place I've lived my whole life. You know, well, as far as I understand, the, the dam that they're demolishing for the new dam, um, it's maybe unsafe. So it's one of these things that it's going to happen. So the, the government are taking it uh, in hand rather than letting it happen by accident and causing a tragedy, you know? How are they going to get rid of it? How are they going to demolish it? Well, I guess they'll, they'll, they'll detonate the, the old dam and, and let the, this area will be flooded. This area will be underwater, you know? So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, in one sense, as, as traumatic as this must be for you and your family, it's, it may save... You know, Jim's really beginning to just fly through his teeth because he's not actually sure of everything that's going on, but he's just trying his best to, to reassure them that, you know, it may, may avoid a, a tragedy uh, in the future, and we certainly wouldn't want that for your family and your, your property. So, um, uh, Do a spot hidden, Mr. Coleman. Oh, fail. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything. Uh, but he he's still upset, but mm -hmm. you've calmed him down a little bit. Mm -hmm. He says, well, I guess we'll all talk about that at the meeting. Sure. And there's not, there's not that long to go. So maybe if you could get me a drink just now, I'll just take a seat over there in the, the lounge. And, um, yeah, we're going gonna to fix you some food. I can bring some food up to you if you want to freshen up in your room. Yeah, okay. That would be excellent. All right. Appreciate it. So, in fact, after a few minutes, um, uh, he and his wife come up to your room. They, uh, they knock on the door, and they've, they've prepared some, I don't know, bean soup and uh, bread. Sounds good. And, uh, and uh, whatever. Uh, uh, he says, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Coleman, we don't, we don't have alcohol in this in the, in oh, that, that, that's absolutely fine. If you've got coffee or something, that's, that's just fine. Coffee's fine. Yeah. He, he brought you like some coffee or some water or whatever. You mm. All right. Mm. Um, all right. So let's jump to the town meeting. Uh, the town meeting uh, begins with the mayor trying to get everybody's attention, which is difficult to do because everybody's talking. Uh, the place is packed. You'd think that under normal circumstances, uh, it would, it 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 probably wouldn't be packed if they didn't bring all of their family to the town meeting. But as it is, there's at least well at least about twenty or twenty twenty five families worth, and all of those families seem to be big. You've got grandma, grandpa. You've got uh, the, the parents, you've got the children, and some of the children have children. And it just strikes you that there's an awful lot of them. 
in this in this town. Everybody do a spot hidden. Hooray! I made it. I pass with the normal success. Yep. So yeah, normal pass here. Okay. Well, normal pass. They all just seem like country folk. Um, you notice uh, cultural similarities between everybody. None of them are dressed up fancy. Um, looks like they probably get all of their clothing and stuff from Woolworths or something like that. And, uh, um, there's a, uh, there's a fairly, uh, I would say a, uh, a fairly large proportion of them have blonde or sandy colored hair. Uh, there's a few brown haired people. Um, and they've all got that sort of, uh, hmm, without being too, well, not being delicate, uh, kind of that inbred look. Like they're all, families have been marrying into families, been marrying into families for a long time. You know, you got a lot of buck teeth, you got a lot of uh, 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 misshapen heads. Well, well as, as Mr. Whitworth put it, there's not a lot, a lot to do around here. Exactly. And break, breaking them up a little bit would probably do them the world of good. And that, yeah, you're probably right. And the kids especially are kind of ugly. You don't see very many cute kids in this group. But you're not quite sure why they all look so odd. Kind, kind of surprising. I mean, it was only uh, 15 or 20 years back that, uh, that they were trying to uh, sort out this kind of thing. Were it not for the war, I imagine that eugenics would never have fallen out of favor. Well, so, I still finding kids cute after enough of them point twenty twos at you when you're looking at their property. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, uh, we don't have to go into all the town meeting and repeat everything that we've already. Said. Basically, you tell them what you told the mayor. And uh, that you are going to come around over the next few days to their farms and get, assess them and tell them how much they're worth. Nobody is happy. There are a few people who are, are adamant about we're not going to move. Uh, does anything stand out about the people who are most adamant? No. Just seems to be general these people are extremely emotional at the point this point they just found out that everything that they've done for years is suddenly going to end and within a week uh, incidentally just because i'm curious how truthful i uh might be able to be in future interactions with these people do i do i actually think that there is any uh similar area where a number of people uh, would be able to affordably get similar amounts of property and stay together. Uh, in or, California? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe there's other places. You're certainly not going to find them, you know, another valley nearby. Uh, no. 
quite honestly, you don't really give a shit. I mean, where they move is not any of your problem. It is if you want to want it to be, but you've got a lot of people here that you would have to. Uh... Well, I'm figuring that like the only reason they need uh, a mortgage attorney here, aside from uh, it mattering who owes a lot on their property and who doesn't owe as much, like the only thing I can do here that's useful is you know, trying to help set people's minds at ease about other arrangements, right? So well, you're helping the banks get their money. That's useful. <laughs> to banks. Yeah. He's, he's basically, he's basically making more business for himself. Cause if he can get a new mortgage, That's from right. him, you know, making <laughs> money. Like, let me close your current work and help you open up a new one. Yes. He's, he's, uh, he's, uh, just kind of lagging behind you two scoundrels, you know? Well, I, I can't say I care. I've, I've been paid and, uh, I'm suddenly sounding like Jessica Tandy. Um, <laughs> I've been paid, and uh, I'm just here to serve the notices. That's all I need to do. So if they decide not to move, it matters not one whit to me. Unless you have something specific you want to bring up in the meeting, we'll, we'll say that the meeting ends, and people go away, some of them angrily, some of them get in their trucks and peel out and head towards their farms. And it's, I think it, we'll have to be watching some of them farmers. They yeah, we might, we not, might need to get the, uh, the mayor and even the sheriff to come out with us. Well, the mayor, mayor is offered to come out with you. Sheriff, probably. So you do meet the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff and his wife, um, uh, Hugo and Mary Taylor, Sheriff Taylor. Um, oh, Tom, real quick question. Was the, pre, was the pastor at the meeting? Yes. He and his wife were there. And their kids. Um, go ahead, everybody do a, a, a spot hidden role. You just remind me, is the mayor called Mayor, mayor Thompson or mayor, mayor Thomas? Mayor Thompson. Thompson. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark and Anne. And I got a hard success on that spot hidden with an 18. Nor normal success here. Okay. I got an extreme oh. as well. Okay. So did I. I got a nine. Wow. So you all notice certain things, but uh, those of you with the extreme, you notice, well, let's say what you all notice is that everyone has a big family. Okay. And it's usually grandparents, parents, children, sometimes children's children. Um, a lot of them. Uh, those of you with an extreme, you manage at some point or other to hear a couple, uh, hear a couple things over, uh, over the crowd during, during the day. Um, and it surprises you because some of the old guys, uh, those who look like their grandparents will refer to the little children as son or daughter. And that just strikes you as odd, like his grandma and grandpa. So having kids, 
that doesn't seem maybe it's a cultural thing in the area well, you, you know what things are like out in these these rural areas it's uh, it's giving me the heebie-jeebies. What do you mean, E.W.? Well, I mean to put no none too fine a point on it. When the lights go out in these kind of places, it's all a sexual free for all. You know, we've all seen the big-eared boys down on the farms. There's something else too. The children are pretty fucking ugly. I mean, the more you look at them, the more you keep seeing these kids, you keep wanting to hear, because they sound like kids, and they giggle, and they laugh, and they, they play, but they sound, uh, they look homely, you know, and all of the, they all seem to have the, the, the big teeth, and they all seem to have sort of sandy blonde hair and most of their hair is fairly short even the girls not not too short but and they're just very unappealing children and they look fairly similar and there's something else are are their eyes just a little too far apart for normal Something about these children is weird. Too many people, too little genes. I think, yeah, I think scattering them to what the it four seems. winds. Scattering them yeah, to the I, four I, winds. I think a place like this, we're, we're dealing with more of a, a gene cup than a gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> By the look just of some of them, perhaps even a gene thimble. All right, so the meeting ends, I'd say about, we'll say about, Three o'clock in the afternoon. What would you guys like to do? Now you can, in theory, go out to a, a farm today, but it's it's going to get get late, and you've gotten to town. You drove for five hours to get out here. Um, yeah, well, I, I think we uh, I think we need to give these uh, give these people some time to uh, you know think their plans over. Let's, yeah, let's not, I agree. Let's not press things well, too much. No, they're they're likely to be quite um quite uppity this evening. Let's uh, let's let them sleep on it and uh, deal with it in the in the cool light of day. Yeah, well, I think we should get started very early tomorrow morning. I don't want to spend another minute in here longer than I have to. Yeah, I've got to say, you know, I was feeling really sorry for those folk, but these are a weird bunch of people here. <laughs> Yeah, well, well isn't that, isn't that the best over. reason to feel sorry for someone? I mean, whatever whatever their lot in life so far, uh, maybe this will give them a, an opportunity they need for improvement. Yeah, I agree. At the very least, it'll give them an opportunity to uh, go to another town and perhaps uh, meet someone they're not related to. <laughs> so, E.W., uh, you have uh, you have such a kind heart, really. Well, there's only there's only so far in life you can get with a hair lip. Is, is it worth walking, having a look around the town, and then going and get and getting a meal back at the hotel? Apologies to anyone with a hair lip who's watching this. 
So, uh, sure, Jim, I wouldn't mind taking a, a walk around. Uh, I think, uh, boy, I think a walk would uh, do me some good after uh, the stuffiness in that meeting. And uh, I'd be uh, I'd be fine to get some dinner. But, you know, now that I think about it, it's, it's only three. There's probably still a, a few, uh, still a few uh, lenders uh, back in the, the city open until five. I, I'm going to make a couple more calls. Uh, then I'll uh, meet up with you. Uh, you want to? Uh, why, why don't we meet at the church and uh, say? Uh, why don't we meet at the church and say an hour and uh, take a walk and get some dinner? Okay. So, other than the church and the uh, mayor's house and uh, and a few other little houses here and there, um, uh, you've got the sheriff's uh, office. You've got uh, uh, the general store, and that's about it. There's no restaurant. The only only people who will serve you food is the hotel. Sorry, can I just clarify? The, the, the town meeting, was that in the town hall? That was in the town hall, right. right okay, I wondered. Which you probably slapped a condemnation notice on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, I've already put one on the courthouse as well. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're state buildings. Don't have to worry about those. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I'm not really that fussed. I'm quite happy just to kind of take in what's there. And, um, I don't really even see any point in going into the store because they're not going to want, want, you know, they're not going to like us. So I'm happy to go back, wander around and then go back to the hotel. Well, I'm going to go into the store. Okay. I want to just see if they have like crackers and bread and, and whatnot. Um, oh, why? Because they're cheap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. So does anybody go with uh, Howard? No. Mr. Howard. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Marty, you go into uh, the general store, and when you do, uh, it's it's pretty much what you'd expect to be in a general store. Uh, there is some. There are some groceries. Um, uh, there's no alcohol. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, there's bread and there's crackers and there's things like that. Um, you immediately notice the proprietor and his wife behind the counter. Um, and uh, he says, you know, you're that, you're that, that tax fellow, yeah? Uh, the one and the same. And he's like, uh, he's like, you know, nobody here is going to want to leave. What well, what I, happens? What happens if we don't leave? Um, I you drown, I guess. Do you really think that they would blow up that dam and and let us all drown? I mean, if the National Guard can't get you the move, I mean, people got to drink water. So, says uh, my name is uh, is uh, Sam Fansant, and uh, this is my wife, Humility. Oh, well, nice to meet you. Uh, you've, you've really laid a, uh, you've really laid a heavy burden on us all. Well, <laughs> it's not me, you, you gotta understand. It's, it's Uncle Sam. It's not like I made the decision and signed the papers to make this happen. I'm just here following through. Well, if, if there's anything you need. And you say six days, huh? Yep, six days. And as I'm buying the bread and the crackers, I'm going to make a, a little comment where it's like, 
No alcohol, huh? No, pretty much nobody drinks here. So really, no point in having alcohol. Nobody buys it. Well, why is that? I don't know. Are you from around here? My whole life. And she's no. All right. Do a spot yeah. hidden for me. Ah, uh, this one I fail. Okay. Uh, other than being kind of ugly, and his wife's kind of ugly too. Uh, they seem fairly reasonable. Upset, but uh, right. But they've gotten over the worst of it, mate. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's upset. upset. That's just how it's going to be. Because I'm going to buy my cheap little little meal from them for the okay. next couple of days, like just crackers and stuff. To okay. Prepping. All right. And the rest of you went back to the hotel? Yeah, I'm I'm in my room. Probably okay. calling, uh, calling banks and lenders and such. I'm now, now that I see how determined these people are probably to remain together, I'm sort of focusing on trying to identify like a particular region that seems suitable. Okay. If I can. I took the precaution of buying a few uh, comestibles uh, before I came out here. I, I, I don't necessarily trust the, 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 the food in these out of the way places. I now, those of you I who stopped, had the soup. I stopped up at the Piggly Wiggly before I, before I came here. Uh, those, those of you who had the, early, the soup earlier, it was delicious. Uh, I, I get myself kind of, uh, kind of sharpish, uh, ready for, for the meal and kind of try to just uh, chat with the proprietors again. And, okay. um, well, they seem a little calmer. Um, uh, the uh, um, Sam, uh, Sammy, not not Sammy, um, uh, Andrew. Uh, he uh, he and his wife uh, they sort of take you aside and they say, "So so what? What sort of compensation am I am I expecting to get for my?" Uh, uh, was it fourteen acres they had? Fourteen fourteen acres. Uh, well, because the government's buying the whole land, and you, you, you know, it might not be as good as as you would like, but probably about four eight hundred and forty dollars. Eight hundred and forty dollars. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's per acre the way because the whole area has been bought up. However, I'll um, and I and I kind of look around and make sure none of the the tax assessor. Or, anybody else is around and, and I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll try and boost it a little bit but that that's that's really what we're getting offered well any little bit would help yeah um around that same time uh, uh his kids come in and uh um they're just sort of hanging around i say you know um at the meeting today we've noticed it or certainly i noticed that Everybody seems to have real big families. Is that just because it's good for the farm, you know, to have workers or, or is that? Well, that's, that's one. Yeah, sure. Farms need a lot of people working on them. 
uh, everybody needs Simon. I need a lot of help here in the in the hotel, just keeping places keeping the place clean. And it's the country. There's not much else to do out here, but uh, have kids. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you don't have any other folks ever moving into the area from other areas. It's more just kind of. I don't think there's any place for them to move into. Hmm. And there's no vacancies anywhere that I know of. Every hmm. farm's got a family. Yeah. So anyways, um, he does serve, uh, once again, some of that soup for those of you who want it. I, I would think I'd come down by this point. Uh, yeah. You folks sure do make some excellent soup here. Thank you again for your hospitality. Uh, Archie, one of the things that you found really difficult is, of course, there's nobody uh, back home uh, that can get information to you very quickly. Obviously, this is 1940. There ain't no computers. So they have to do research to find this information. And it could probably take a week or two. Um, well, uh, you know, I think nope. we just have our, have our meal and... Uh... Okay. I don't know if I have any uh, friends or contacts uh i might try to like pull a string to get it to be a week instead of two weeks <laughs> well maybe but now it now business hours are done so okay uh, well then uh i'll just concentrate on setting people at ease if i can okay uh if there's nothing else i can do and uh, enjoy the soup okay morgan so, you, i'm sure go ahead I was just wondering, are we all together now? Is everybody, W and Marty, are we all, yeah? You're all back in the hotel. Um, so maybe just a plan for the morning. Are we, you know, is it a case of I would be going, I mean, would we all be going to visit the, the farms with the... Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And you've got about 18 farms. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, but I'm sitting there eating, eating my crackers. I'm not eating any of their... Okay. I'm sitting with everybody else still. They're just out of my own little. You really should try the soup, uh, Marty. No, it's, no, no. It's I'm be fine. I'm good. It's, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, you folks really are, uh, are fine cooks. Thank you. All right. Um, well, 18 farms uh, and uh, what do we have? Like days. Five, five days left? Uh, yeah. That's uh that would take us two days to get around. We we've gotta get more than we've we've gotta uh go to more than three farms a day. So at minimum, you know, two before lunch and two after. So. Uh, the mayor has supplied you with a list uh, of the, the farms and the and the people living on them. Well do we wanna deal with the, the people who are further away from the town center first and work our way in? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, possibly, uh, I'll, I'll give you the awesome. When you're looking at the list, too, you're seeing how many acres they have. Mm. Uh, Jonathan and Charlotte Cresswell have 994 acres, as opposed to somebody like Roy and Alice Redmond, who only have 170. So there's, there's quite a spread of how many acres they have. 
So if we start with the smaller acres, we'll get less money and therefore we won't have to pay as much for the greater acres. Maybe that's a better plan. Uh, well, I think you were, uh, I think you were right of, at least about the first part, Marty, but uh, if you, if you flip that the other way around, we may be able to uh, give a fairer, fairer price to those with a, those with a lot of acres. If we start there. Uh, by the time we get down to less acres, they might not be as concerned about being able to, uh, you know, afford uh, other property and such large amount. And you realize, Mr. Howard, um, we're only giving them 60%. That's not much more than half, half the price that they should get. So. Right, but say, I mean, depending on how many acres are here and how much money we have, we might be able to get away with less than 60% for say the 900 acre family because yeah. we won't yeah. have 60% at that point. Yeah. And we'll pay less, we'll save money. Hey. Oh, it's, it's not like we're gonna save the money. Like, uh, 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 or, or is uh, Uncle Sam giving you a commission, Marty? No, I, look, Uncle Sam's does so much for us, I mean, Sending his boys off to protect our freedoms, making sure that we have roads and infrastructure and the government. I think that that's all very valuable. And I would hate to waste that money, but when it could go to something useful. Well, getting these people a fair deal is useful. To who? Well, to them. That's what we're here for, well, isn't it? What, what are they going to do with, with say, 20000 more dollars, huh? Well, think, think, either, think of how either. many... Think of buy a buy a reasonable we can free with twenty thousand dollars. They don't need a couple more acres. Well, realize nineteen forty four. You could buy a nice house for twenty thousand dollars easily. A nice house and a little bit of property. That's a lot Let's, of money. Well, back. Marty, it seems there's two problems here. Uh, the first is clearly these people. Uh, well, really, there's three problems. They're very attached to their land. They have big families. They're clearly invested in farming. And maybe a lot of them are going to want to remain remain together. We we should try to respect their uh, well, respect let, their concerns. Let me put it this way, Archie: If you want to come on these types of outings, and you want to help people, perhaps those in power would feel more favorable to having you accompany more of them if your first one or whatever one this is doesn't go over budget. Well, I agree with you there. Uh, I know that uh, uh, we're limited to the budget we have. And uh, like I said, I, I think you were right. We, we need some kind of order here to, to be sure that we can make the fairest use of these funds possible. So, uh, so we're at least in agreement about that. I would like Archie and Jim to do power rolls. See if they strangle me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Power rolls. I pass just. If, if they start fighting, can I just stand in the background just going, do it, do it, <laughs> I also passed with a normal success. Okay. Um, it's getting late. You guys are getting tired. Yeah. We've got an early start. you got an early start. So. I'm heading to bed, gentlemen. I will see you in the morning, Sharp. Yeah, the same for me. Uh, good night, Jim. Uh, good night, Marty. Good UW. Night. You all, uh, you all have a good night's rest. Uh, 
I'll see you for breakfast. Um, you all retire to your rooms, and uh, Jim and Archie, you find that as you're going through whatever evening routine you have to get ready for bed, that you are very tired. And perhaps you forego brushing your teeth because you just want to go to bed. You are exhausted for some reason. Um, Marty and, and uh, EW, you just go to bed. Um, you all sleep a little restless. Although Archie and Jim, you fall into a deep sleep very quickly. You, you, you seem to be completely relaxed in bed. Um, you all begin to dream about a prairie. You can see the mountains off in the distance all the way around. You can see that it's farmland and it's, it's, it's either early morning or it's dusk. Uh, the sun is, is in the sky and the, and the sky is kind of blazing with colors. Um, but like I see, you're not sure whether it's morning or, or, or dusk. Um, you realize that you are buried in the ground up to your necks. And it's only your heads above the ground. And you're looking across the valley and there's a kind of what they call a dust devil. Uh, uh, looks like a little tornado made out of dirt and dust. And it's way off in the distance and it's growing in size and it turns black and you see little bolts of lightning dancing around it and it becomes very much cloud-like as it's slowly getting closer and closer. It still looks like it's a mile off or so, but it's getting enormous. And you think that you can see things in the clouds that look maybe like mouths or eyes, something glistening in the light, in the, in the bright orange and flame red sunset or sunrise. You still don't know what it is. And you can hear voices in your mind. You hear your distant voices, it sounds like, but, uh, but, but Mayor Thompson, what are we going to do about this? He says, all the elders have spoken. He says, we need to find a way to stop that dam from blowing up. He says, what do you propose we do? And it's right about there that you start to wake up in the morning and you're drowsy and you feel like you've, you've had a difficult time sleeping, but you're waking up and the dream sort of begins to fade away from your minds. But you still can remember what you thought you heard people saying in your mind. You think that you're just dreaming about the, the town meeting. 
All right, so it's morning. Let's say it's about 6 a.m. And that was, uh, sorry, Tom, that was, was that myself and Archie that had that experience or all of us? It was all of you, yeah. But, but Jim, but, but uh, Mr. Coleman and Mr. Calvert, you're having trouble getting up this morning. You feel extremely drowsy still. Well, when I can uh, finally manage to uh, get uh, washed and dressed and uh, stumble downstairs, uh, I, do I see uh, the proprietor around? People awake? Yep, he, he is there. Him and his family, and uh, and he says, "So you're uh, uh you're up." Uh, finally, finally, uh, you you uh, you have some. Uh, well, you have some uh, mighty comfortable beds here, that's for sure. Uh, how about uh, how about some strong coffee? Have you got that? Yes, we do have the coffee going, and uh, we, we can make you some breakfast. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm sure that'll help. Uh, I, I think I'll I think I'll take my coffee black. Okay. So, uh, how about the rest of you? you all come down. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He gives you basically. I, I, I need a coffee. Gives you a simple breakfast. Uh, you know, eggs and bacon and maybe some uh, potatoes with onions and peppers. And, oh, this is uh, good. Um, I think I'm slightly embarrassed, but, um, um, you know, I think that public meeting got to me, you know, that I had some strange dreams. I can't really remember them, but I remember hearing the villagers talking and I just described little bits and pieces without going into too much detail. Um, I seem to recall something very similar, perhaps, um, well, you know how, how sometimes you hear something and it, it, it influences a dream, perhaps, uh, well, perhaps we heard uh, our, our host here at the, the hotel was uh, possibly on the, on the telephone or some such. Well, uh, did, you, uh, did you hear anyone talk about... Uh about whether or not the demolition could be delayed at the meeting. Uh, I don't remember anything like that at the meeting myself, well, but I, but that's what I, well, well, this is, well, I, I, it's I really think... strange, but I, I, I'm a dream. Well, I, I think I had a very similar dream, but I just don't remember anyone discussing that at the meeting. Do you? I don't think anybody said it out loud, but there was strong opposition to people wanting to leave. Yeah, that makes sense. Just a little bit disturbing. Well, I, I can't, I can't see how they're they're planning on staying. I mean, not a, not only will they will the whole valley be flooded, flooded, but did, we've got the national guard coming. Did you do you remember? Uh, do you remember anyone mentioning anything about? Uh, about town elders or something like that. I mean, I know they have the mayor and, uh, and uh, well, I wasn't sure if he was a, a priest or a pastor, but. Uh, well, maybe uh, they're little, I don't it's no church I've ever heard of, but maybe they have uh, some kind of priesthood body that go by elders. Yeah, um, that, that could be. I think they might be Mormons or something like that. Yeah, no alcohol elders, maybe. It's a, it's a strange name for a church. That's for sure. Although I think the Mormons name all their churches the same thing. They don't have different names, so. Uh, no, yeah, Marty, Marty's right. I've, uh, 
Yeah, I've never. Well, I, I thought I'd have thought it was a Catholic church, but uh, that, that, from the Latin, but that surely isn't a Catholic priest. Um, is the uh, as we're talking, Thomas, the proprietor around? Oh yeah, uh, you can't really get far away from anything. Say, um, we we're wondering um, what. Uh, how how are we supposed to uh, address uh, the uh, head of the, the, the church? Is, is he a priest, pastor? What's pastor, his title? Pastor John. Pastor, pastor John. John. Pastor John and his wife Dorothy Mears. Well, um, how uh, how old how old's the church? Well, I don't know. Uh, it's been here. It's since I was a kid. Wow. Well, uh, well, I know there's a lot of real old uh, Spanish Catholic churches uh, elsewhere in the state, but uh, no, it's not Catholic. Well, no, I didn't figure it was uh, him being uh, being called a pastor, but uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Whitworth here uh, at first uh, seemed to think maybe uh, you, uh, some of you'd be a uh, would have been Mormons, but but I. Uh, no, uh, we're not Mormons. What was the? But did do you uh, do you have some uh, prohibition against alcohol? Not particularly. Just nobody drinks it. Well, that uh, sure seems uh, healthier than some uh, some local customs I can think of. I uh, I try to keep fit myself. Uh, Say, uh, speaking of uh, things like that, though, I think I'd better have some more coffee. I'm still, boy, I'm still drowsy. Oh, gentlemen, I'm I'm very keen to get out and start looking at the property. So maybe we can finish up our breakfast and, yeah, so this is and, a, and get out. It's a farming community. People will be up. Cool. It's going to take us a long, you know, it's going to be a long day getting around and and discussing, you know, uh, what money. All right. Everybody well, do a spot. Everybody do a listen roll. 97. Uh, I made it, I think. Hold on. Um, You're listening to Archie Crunch's bacon. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, um, it's a hard success. I, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to pass by uh, spending. Uh, There's no points. Oh, yeah, you okay. don't have. Somebody passed. Um, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Jim. Did you pass also? I did not. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Jiminy uh, W, uh, you hear uh, the sound of uh, maybe vehicles outside. Um, sounds like two or three of them. Oh, um, I hope that's not any trouble. Oh, uh, I, I, I'll go over to the window and take a peek and see if well, maybe uh, it's the, the well, mayor uh, or somebody else. Yeah, weren't the mayor and the sheriff planning to uh, go out with us? Uh, yeah. What you, what you actually see look like four uh, pickup trucks. Um, and they've got uh, in the back of them, uh, they've got a couple of people in the back and they've got a couple of people in the cabs. And uh, it looks like they're driving out of town. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's a relief. I, 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 for a moment, I was worried that they came uh, to lunches, you know. 
no, no one here seems uh, half as uh, aggressive as uh, some people uh, we've run into. Uh, isn't that right, uh, EW? I mean, these people, uh, these people seem uh, to be, uh, you know, quite friendly and uh, have uh, have their composure. Uh, yep. Well, well, we haven't we haven't had call to start uh, plucking the buckshot out of ourselves yet, so uh, that's a good thing. All right. Well, for the sake of time, let me move you guys ahead. Um, you go to five farms this day, and um, it's about what you expect. Some of them are aggressive. Uh, they won't even let you on their property. Uh, they threaten to shoot at you. Um, uh, those that do let you on their property, they listen to what you have to say, and they tell you more or less that they'll, they'll have an answer for you in a day or two. Um, um, could, I, could I just specify that I've got, I don't know what they're actually called. Um, but you know the, the I know that they were around in the forties though. Um, you know the hammers with a stapler on the end, like a staple gun. Yeah, like a staple gun, but it's like mm -hmm. a hammer with like a stapler. Right, on you the hold end. up the thing and you go like that, yeah, and it's putting up bills. Sure. Just, so I mean, if if anyone's going to refuse to let us in, I'm just going to go to the nearest fence post and just okay whack the notice of condemnation on the fence post on the edge of their property or something that. That and counts I think, as having served it. Okay. And I think I think in every case, um, I'm telling them the story that um, if if this isn't done in an organised way, that the dam, the the old dam, will at some point um, uh, break down. So really, we're 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 actually helping them. As difficult as this is, we're helping you. You know, we're helping you to move on okay. in a safe way. So that's the story. Do I have access to uh, like information about people's uh, mortgages? Like, do I have their financial records like provided by the state with me? Or is that not really part of what I'm dealing with here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's records at the, the town hall. Okay, but, uh, so uh, I'll try to check on uh, right. check on the records of people who refuse to let us in, see if they have like particular problems or issues. Sorry. Well, Marty kind of tells you that he's already looked over some of their financials and everything uh -huh. seems to be well paid up. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they seem to think to keep uh, surprising for these small communities. They seem to be uh, quite to the letter when it comes to their finances. But well, one thing that you do find that's rather remarkable is all of these, um, all of the farms in the, in the town, all of the residents, own their property. They paid. They have to pay taxes on it, but nobody owes anything on their property. Well, that's extraordinary. Well, they've all been. It's multi generational. They've been here for a long time. So, well, that that makes sense, I guess. And, and uh, when we go, when we go around to five farms that day, are any of them accepting? They offer, or are they all, you know, oh, oh, we'll decide later. Yeah, none of them will, will say right away. Okay. Um, and you definitely get a feeling that there's kind of a loyalty in town. You know, if one person breaks, then mm. they're fucking everybody else in town. So uh, 
Um, and you're not sure whether maybe they're holding out for more money. Yeah. You, you, that's definitely a possibility. Sure. Um, but to a T, nobody seems to want to move. Everybody's very happy where they are. Now, I'd like, uh, uh, let's see, I'd like uh, Mr. Coleman, Jim, to do a luck roll. And also, Marty, you do a luck roll. That's a pass for me. That's going to be a no-go. Okay. Well, Jim, one of, the pro one of the things that you have to do is to assess the property. Yep. So um, pretty much outside, everything is more or less the same. You know, it's just land, it's farmland and all that. That's easy enough. When you're looking at their houses, there's something odd and you don't really get it until maybe the third farm. All of them have basements and all of their basements have been converted into bedrooms. Mm. And it looks like nobody sleeps upstairs. It looks like they all sleep in the basements kind of communally. I mean, if they've got seven or eight people in their family, they share two or three beds in the basement. And that's very strange. I've told you so. Yes, I, I say, uh, I say, I say, boy, uh, it's, um, it looks like they're uh, like a dormitory. This uh, is uh, this is kind of creepy. What, what do you mean, Jim? Uh, a dormitory? Like what? No. They uh, well, uh, they it, said know, they don't get very many uh, very many people passing through. They they can't be renting their renting space. What do you mean? Um, have a look at some of these sketches. You know, I take I, I take when I come out, I take a, a brief sketch sketch of the place so I can identify it just at a glance and and I, and explain, you know, the huh. the, the, the basement. Well, maybe there's something unusual about the climate here. Say, um, that that dream that dream you had last night was was there a was there some kind of storm in it? What's where where are you when you say that out loud? I don't know where. Uh, I guess we're outside. We're outside. Outside one of the okay. the last property, maybe. Okay. So you're all you're there together, but but there's nobody else there with you. Okay. Well, was there some kind of storm in it? I think uh, dust devils or, you know, that kind of thing. Those are pretty common out here. I, I don't know why you're uh, taking too much stock in dreams there, Archie. I thought you were more of a, of a secular kind of man. Well, uh, I don't normally think too much about those things either way, but, uh, well, there's obviously something unusual about all more or less uh, having such a specifically similar dream and uh well i'm just wondering if maybe we picked up on something that we weren't quite conscious of uh, maybe, maybe there's something about the climate here like wh why would everyone want to sleep below ground maybe uh I, I, I dare say it's cooler can i can i make a like an education or intelligence role to think back to see if the um hotel owners if they slept in rooms in the, like above ground um, yeah, go ahead. 
At 21, that's going to be a hard pass. You think that on that first night you saw the co- a couple of the boys go to a door and go down some stairs. Yeah. Okay. The proprietor and his wife stayed above doing what they were doing. But. Well, whatever it is, it can't be a can't be too bad or uh, people wouldn't be so attached to uh to living in this valley as as uh, uh ju- as ju- sorry um george go ahead oh um well i'm just huh, maybe there's maybe there's something about the maybe there's something people think is special about the about the about the land maybe uh what wasn't that say wasn't that church named after uh Named after Mother Earth or something like that. Wasn't that right, EW? My, my land's pretty rusty too, but it was something like that. It was uh, the, the the Mother of the Earth or the Earth Mother or something. Um, well, it looks I'm like not, to me they're not the, so the, good at the conjugation of Latin verbs. Uh, well, it, it looks like it, to me they're living in the Earth, Archie. Yeah, yeah. They, they it does, doesn't it? Looking, looking at the houses, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of condition are the houses in? Do they look like they've been regularly battered by storms or, or um, like you know, dust, dust storms or? Well, storms? Uh, earlier I had you roll, but since you asked directly, um, in your opinion, you're doing these people a favor because the houses are not in great condition. You know, the wood, the paint is chipped and the, the wood is weathered and so forth. Um, uh, it doesn't look like there's been particularly bad storms, but uh, it just looks like the houses on the outside haven't been upkept very well. Even in town, the, the the buildings, they're definitely old and weathered. Maybe they're all just real, uh, real health conscious, you know? Like uh, nobody drinks here. They have good, real good food. Uh, how, does, did, well, say, do you know anything about farmland? Like, I, I really don't, but, uh, you know, does the... Does well, well, I've, good I've, got, uh, yeah, I've got a good... Uh, it's, it's my job to appraise land and, and buildings, so I've got, you know, a good awareness of natural world. As, as Jim's reflecting on this, um, was there any sense of maybe there was an exit further away, like a kind of basement-type door? maybe around the back of the yard as, as much as I could see. Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering. I, I imagine that, that most of the houses had a, a, a door on the outside, you know, like yeah. basements do. Um, yeah. But there was nothing, nothing like Yeah. It mm. just looks like the basements had been, it doesn't look like they used that door. Yeah, it's like they just come down from the inside, but the the basements are definitely uh, used for bedrooms. Well, you know, gentlemen, every single farm that you go to, the um, only the only people that's friendly at the moment, um, in any case, are the the couple that own the hotel. So we could always ask them. It just seems I've never seen anything quite like that. It's really strange. Yeah. Did uh, did you? You've been through all the houses, right? Today. Well, they they don't they don't really um. I don't know. Well, I, I, did, did I even get in? Did I actually get into the property or? We'll say that you got into three of the houses. 
Okay. Yeah. Did, did you see any crosses anywhere? No, you didn't see anything like that. Um, I, I don't know. I was just, you know, assessing the property. I don't really look at what's on the mantelpiece, you know. Um, Jim, do uh, an ideal. Okay. Um, hard, hard pass. Okay. Um, it suddenly sort of hits you like, why didn't you think of this earlier? But in one of the bedrooms, there was a painting on the wall and it was, it was just a country painting, but it was a painting of a prairie with some mountains in the distance and a kind of a black cloud sort of hanging over the center of it. And you remember that part of your dream. And you also remember that you were buried in the ground up to your neck. You remember it quite, uh, and you oh. didn't think of it until now, but that painting looked kind of like a dream. You don't remember which house it was in. But it was in one of those houses. You know, Archie, you just gave me the shivers asking about crosses and things in the house. Something from that crazy dream I had last night came back to me. There was a painting in one of those houses we were in, and I tell the story. Okay. That it was exactly, it's just giving me goosebumps. That's. And I described then, because I kind of really forgot the dream, most of it, you know, but. Now that I've made that connection, I'd, I'd describe it kind of more vividly to the guys. That's just the same as mine. That's... And uh, there's something horrible I, I don't really want to say, but I was buried in the ground and my head was the only Me thing too. I probably knew. This is... I don't well, like this. This is... this is like a bad omen. I think we should get back to the hotel and This is about relax. the strangest thing I've ever seen. There's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a suspicious or uh, superstitious man, but uh, no, neither am I. There's, there's something uh, not altogether right about this place. Well, maybe have, it's, have we gone uh, and talked to the people who run their church? Well, maybe we should. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe there's something people think is special about this place. Uh, well, I must, I must say from a purely, from a purely uh, uh, legal and professional perspective, uh, we need to establish whether the, the, the church is owned by, by the pastor, by the community, or by some sort of uh, higher religious authority. Everybody uh, to a local. Purposes of, uh, of dispensing well. the compensation. Yes, sir. I've I've passed that. Uh, so did I. I. I'm a lucky devil. Failed. Marty. Yeah. I oh, I got a twelve. I passed. passed. Okay. Hard hard pass. Um. Jim, uh, you guys are all standing there. Uh, towards the edge of a farm, the last one. And. Jim, you were suddenly hit in the side of the head with a rock. Oh. Uh, roll for damage. Just roll a, a 1D 
four and cut it in half. But you all suddenly notice him. There's, there's, blood, there's, blood, there's blood streaming down from uh, two points of damage. There's blood streaming down between my fingers. And I'm like, oh. I'm going to instantly look around to see where it came from. And who uh, yeah, you see a bunch of kids over near the farmhouse, probably the, the, the family's kids, uh, all scrambling to run behind the barn. That's definitely the direction that it came from. Little bastards. Uh, I, I'm getting back to the I'm getting back to the hotel, gentlemen. He's, he's pulling out a hanky. I'm pulling out a hanky and trying to mop the the blood streaming down inside of my head. Don't don't worry. It will dry eventually. I I know. Yeah, let's let's get you back to the whole hotel there. Right. They're, they're they're bound to have some form of uh, of first aid there. We need to we need to wash that down and uh, get it dressed properly. So as you get back to the hotel and you park your car, um, there are a few people on the street walking by, and uh, um, there's a there's a man and a woman. You assume it's his wife, and a couple of kids. And as they walk by, the husband spits at the ground that you're walking on. Just, I mean, really kind of blatantly telling you that he really doesn't like you. So Mind yourself, sir. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? And his wife's like, honey, stop. Um, Is it possible to have done any first aid on the... Bleeding? Well, you, you haven't actually walked into the hotel yet. Oh, no, I meant in the car. I just, I, I was accidentally muted. You don't have a first aid kit in the car. Oh, okay. So. He's holding something against All you. Right. Okay. Um, I'm actually feeling quite faint. I mean, he's not, um, he's not a strong guy. You know, he's not got a lot of constitution, so he's quite dizzy and disorientated, I okay. think. I, uh, I try to uh, try to help Jim, you know, be sure. Uh, yeah, I'm just sure I'm interested in getting there. into the hotel, yeah. All right, you, you get into the hotel, and, uh, and a Andrew and Sarah are there, and they're like, oh, my goodness, what happened? Oh, some kids throwing rocks. Uh, so he he immediately gets like the first aid kit and uh, helps you pass that up. He says, I'm sorry that happened. Uh, you got people pretty riled up. Yeah, well, you know how kids are. They're, they they just react. Anyways, uh, he uh, he gives you a bandage. He gives you some back team and some bandages. And, Great. Uh, You're doing all right there, Jim? I I mean, yeah, I yeah, just a little bit shaken, you know. I, I give the couple a couple of dollars for their attention. If it makes oh, no, any, no, 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 no. If it oh. uh, makes any difference to uh, his uh, recovery, I got a uh, a uh, regular success on first aid to contribute to the endeavor. Okay, um, it's not necessary. Um, so what are you going to do now? You're there for maybe 15 minutes with them fussing over you a little bit. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think I'm a little bit um, spun physically with the blow and with that crazy painting. And how can a painting have the same picture as my dream? 
And Jim's not a superstitious or, you know, that kind of guy. Uh, so I think as they're attending to him with the bandages, he just blurts out almost half-consciously. You know, that crazy dream about the prairie and uh, the thundercloud. And, and uh, there was a painting on that in that farm that was exactly the same. Okay. Uh, strange when, time. when you say that out loud, um, uh, Sarah perhaps is, you know, doing like this. She just suddenly stops moving and she looks over at, uh, at Andrew and, and he looks at her and they say, you had a dream? Mm. It was like a beautiful prairie, but there was a dust devil and then it was like the storm and, and then I just kind of relay the story. And I, I had the same dream too. Uh, do you all uh, do you all get some extreme weather in these parts? Uh, no, we don't get any kind of extreme weather. But it sounds to me like like you should talk to uh, Pastor Ma Pastor Mears. Uh, well, he's not here right now. Why is that? Well, and he looks at his wife and he looks back and he says, "Well, he had to he had to go out of town." No, I mean, uh, no, I mean, why, why would, uh, why would Pastor Mears, uh, have something to comment on, uh, concerning our, uh, concerning the local climate? No, about the dream. Uh, I, I lean over and I say, do you people, say, I don't believe in these things, but do you people believe this area is a special prairie? Special land. Special prairie. This is where we live and grew up. Of course, it's a special prairie. No, but mm. this no, is like, my home. like no, like he means like like the land. Uh, special like, land. I'm not sure I know what you mean. Well, well okay. we notice people. We notice people. Uh, people here like to uh, like to sleep below uh, below the ground level. Is there is there something special about the valley? That's. Kind of an old custom. We feel more secure. It's a dark, warm, safe place. If you don't mind me, if you don't mind me asking, sorry, on you go, Martin. Secure from what? Just, just secure. I, you, don't, you don't feel safe upstairs, above ground. Well, I mean, I'm. Of course, it feels safe, but uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Don't y'all lock your doors when you go to sleep? Right, but I don't sleep in the basement. Well, like I say, it's an old custom. Did there used to be? Did there used to be uh, like uh, twisters and tornadoes and things around here? No, there's no twist, no, no tornadoes or twisters or anything like that. Maybe we go and speak to their pastor tomorrow. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, but you say he went out of town? Yeah, he might be back tomorrow. Well, all right. We were, we were hoping to uh, speak to him anyway. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe he can help uh, put people's minds at ease. Say, um, say on that note, uh, do, do you think that uh, 
when uh, when most of you relocate, are you are you hoping to remain uh, together? Or are there a lot of uh, people with extended relations? I mean, we saw there were big families, but do you uh, think I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, if you'll forgive me, when you when you talk about things like that, it, it it's very upsetting to my wife and me. So, if you don't mind, just just you know. So I don't need take... to be in a hospita- oh, hospitable, not... but but lay oh. off for a while, please. Oh, sure, not at all. Um, I uh, I'm very sorry if all this has has caused you so much stress. You okay. uh, you just take the time you need, and uh, you let me know if I can be of any uh, particular help. I'm I'm gonna keep uh, keep on back with uh, folks in the city. I'm determined to uh, find a good deal for you people. So um, the evening comes. And uh, once again, you're served soup if you want it. Yeah, soup's good. Okay. Uh, right about eight o'clock. Let's assume that you guys didn't go to bed immediately. Uh, nope. You're in your rooms, and uh, you all hear this the screeching of tires uh, in dirt, and you can hear what sound like trucks coming into town uh, from the opposite direction that the uh, the trucks went before. So now they're coming back. Is there a window? Yeah, you've all got windows, so you can. can I look out of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see the trucks pull up. Uh, just a little down the street and uh, a number of people get out and they seem angry and upset and they're just sort of congregating there in the middle of the road. Uh, we hear what they're saying? They sound angry, but you're too far away at the moment to hear what they're saying. Uh, well, if you open up your window and... Yeah. You really concentrate. Go ahead and yeah. give me a lesson roll. Uh, oh, I am uh, clearly much too tired to make make it out. Um, I uh, I just I just sigh and close the window and try to. Okay. I'm starting to starting to feel a little bit dismayed that there doesn't seem to be an easier solution to all this, and maybe even uh, think about just going to bed. Then I got an 04. Okay. Um, what you hear is you, you glean a few words now and then from somebody who is upset. Um, they got the pastor. You hear that? You hear, I don't think he made it back. Says, and you also hear, we couldn't do anything about the explosives. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to go walk over to EW's room first. And kind of just EW. What, what, yeah, what you want? Uh, we might have a little bit of a problem. 
I was more of a problem, you mean? Right. The, the the people outside, the angry group of people, I, I could hear them talking about how they tried to stop the demolition of the dam. They were talking about they couldn't do anything about the explosives that they're, that they're passers to make it back. I, I'm worried that they're taking their desire to stay in, in the violent direction, and I think we're going to be in the, uh, the forefront of that anger. I had a, a feeling something like this might happen. I think we should be prepared to make a hasty uh, leap, uh, departure. Well, yeah, I, I, I for one would feel a little bit happier uh, coming back than the company of the National Guard. Or at the very least, some law enforcement from out of town. I, I, I can't say I, uh, I trust the local sheriff here. I think um, all these people seem to be related to each other and uh, blood is thicker than water. Right. I'll go get the others. This is a, a very... Uh, a very dubious place. Now go go around everybody up. Okay, while he goes and rounds everyone up, I'm I'm going to pack my bags. Okay. So well, he, he all that. Well, Marty, you uh, even if they were uh, trying to uh, stop the demolition of the dam, like you don't see they'd have any reason to do harm to us, do you? Um, they're trying to get rid of things that are trying to get rid of them. And I think they see us as that, as evident by uh, Jim's head wound. I don't think they, they've well, already demonstrated just, that, violence. That was just some kids, Marty. Well, the man who spat, trying to start a fight outside, I think it's just escalating. I don't think we're Well, I, I suppose people, uh, you know, people can be temperamental. But, uh, well, if you well, if you don't feel like packing, I well, am more than happy to drive off without you. Well, I... Uh, Wentworth and Coleman do listen to us. Uh, Tom, we never established whose car this is. Doesn't Does that, it doesn't matter? All right. Company car. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. Uh, Feel for me. Uh, Mick? Uh, no, I failed as well, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, well, Marty, I think we all have an equal share in the company car. Um, once again, everybody do listen to Uh, Absolutely not. Right I'm busy uh, arguing with Marty. I've got a standard pass, 41 out of 50. Okay. So, uh, E.W., uh, you can hear all of a sudden downstairs um, somebody saying, well, where are they? What rooms are they in? And, but really, Marty, it's not like they're going to bury us in, uh, you know, up to our necks in the sand or something. Uh, what, what you all didn't hear was the cop car pull up front. Um, uh, he said, well, Sheriff, they're, they're upstairs rooms one, two, three, and four. He says, all right, I'll see what I can do to keep them safe. Uh, he comes upstairs and uh, comes with room number one, knocks on the door. Are, are you guys all in the same room now? 
As far as I knew, I was arguing with Marty in my room. So I'm in room I'm, one. I'm, I'm still in, okay, I'm, so I'm in my room us. packing. Okay. So he knocks on room one. Huh, open the door. Uh, I'm, the sheriff, evening. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Sheriff uh, Taylor. Uh, uh, Tom, is this a different sheriff than we met before? No, same one. Oh. Uh, hello um, again, Sheriff Taylor. Um, he says, would, uh, would you and your friends come with me? Uh, I need to get you someplace secure. Gee, Marty, it seems like maybe you were right. Why are, are people, uh, are people, um, yes, sir, they are. They're, you're getting a oh, little I, bit. I see. Well, uh, little Lynchy. Lynchy? Well, uh, well, you see, Archie, you should listen to me more often. Uh, I guess you're right, Marty. Um, so I hastily gather my effects and, uh, well, Sheriff, um, where where do you uh, recommend we go? Well, come with me. We're going to go to the jail, the the sheriff's office. I can keep you safe there. Well, well we we do have, we do have a car. Maybe we should just uh, head out and and come back when. No, I don't think that's a very good idea. Well, well, why not? Just come with me, please. Well, you don't you don't think people are going to drive on after us, do you? Uh, we uh we should go. Uh. I I um uh, I look out I look out a, a small twenty two pistol that I didn't think I was going to need and I put it in my, my jacket pocket and I'm pretty nervous about everything that's going on. So would it be legitimate, Tom, to roll psychology uh, concerning the sheriff's uh, go ahead evasive response to me asking if you to drive away? Uh, so that uh, is. Uh, three points of luck later. That is a uh, hard success, and I'm glad I put that extra point into uh, psychology. <laughs> so, hard success. Um, you don't feel safe. You, sure. don't know if, you don't know if he's in league with these people. Right. Uh, gentlemen, please. I can't, can't you just put down the law here? Gentlemen, this place is not safe for you. Come with me now, please. What makes your office more safe? It's just another building. We're all in it. You I'm not here to argue with you. Come on, now. Uh, Tom, was there, more, was there any reason to think there was more than one way out of this place? It's a hotel, right? Yeah, not from where you are. Right. There's down the uh, stairs now. And the car would be where? Around back. Uh... I, I don't mean to right. argue with you. I guess we'll go with you. Thanks for your concern, Sheriff. Uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, I, I'm I'm packed and ready. Uh, am I, am I packed and ready? Well, you don't need to be packed, sir. Just come on. All right. Bring, well, bring your bring your shotgun, Marty. I'm just gonna take I already one. have it. I always have it. I've been around plenty of small towns before. I know. I know it's important to keep this thing near me. You see, you see the sweat on on Jim's brow. He's just uh, everything's gone wrong today. You know, uh, the going. the policeman says, "Look, I'll carry that for you." No, 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 that's not necessary. I know how. Uh, to I'm afraid it's the law, sir. You're gonna have to comply. I can't have you having a weapon. No, well, we should be out here. Now, sheriff, a minute ago you said that our safety was in question. Sir, I am not going to argue with you. And he pulls out his gun and says, "Move it." 
It's my job to keep you safe. Get the hell down the stairs. I quickly start going down the stairs. All right. Yeah, I do likewise. And he has taken the, the shotgun. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. I'm keeping my hand in my pocket yeah. over over the small pistol so that it doesn't, it's not obvious right. as anything. And he does, he puts the gun back into his holster as you go in. He's not, he's just tired of sitting here arguing with you. All right. So, unless you guys want to do something, he is going to take you to the sheriff's office. Well, what do we see when we get outside? You see a crowd of people down the street, uh, and they're looking a little lynchy. On the street. Do we see other cars that look prepared to give chase? Well, there's four trucks there. I mean, they're, they're, they're pickup trucks. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, we would n- we'd never make it out of town. Well, let's go to the sheriff's office. That's where he's going. I don't think we've got much choice. All right. The man waving the pistol around is saying we go there, so we're going there. All right. Uh, he takes you to the sheriff's office, and uh, there's a couple of jail cells. And he's like... Uh, He's like, you can get in the left wheel, you can get in all together. That's probably the way you'd like it. Or you or can we don't uh, get in them. Why why are we getting in the jail cell? Because once you're in the jail cell, nobody can get to you. Unless they have the key. Or a gun. Yeah, people don't have guns in this town. Except me. Really? All these all these farm families, no one's armed except you, Sheriff? Get in the fucking cell. <laughs> I am tired of hearing your voice. I'm, I'm, I'm in there. <laughs> no, I, I step in. All right. So he forcibly pushes you in if you, if you keep resisting. But once inside, he locks the door. And uh, he turns around and he walks out the door. Did he take my shotgun with him? Uh, yeah, he took it with him. Have I still got my pistol okay in my pocket? Yes, you do. Um, you guys feel any safer in here? Oh, why you feel significantly less safe? Because I don't. Not at all. But now they have two guns, so. I really, oh, uh, Tom, well, never mind. I, I don't think I need to bother to roll psychology to know what I'm, um, I, I think, I think uh, somebody needs to stay awake if some of us want to get a bit of rest, but I don't know if I can rest. I don't think I want to be well, asleep I, I, right now. I certainly don't think I could sleep in here. Well, there's only like one cot. Um, is a, uh, is a 50 in locksmith uh, adequate for picking a jail cell lock in a small town with no mm. lock picks? What kind of tools would I need? Well, you Maybe. Need you would need a mm-hmm. tensioner, something to you put tension on the lock. Pin but, and well, a small dagger. Well, what about pens? I mean, I have a, obviously little pens and stuff in my uh, briefcase. Um, I'll give you a 
I'll say that you can put together. First, do a luck roll. And if you pass the luck roll, then you can try picking the lock. Well, I didn't pass the luck roll. Okay. So you can't spend luck on a luck roll, right? You're not. No, you can't. <laughs> Uh, you don't seem to have anything that you could use to pick the lock. Yeah, I got all these papers. I left all my pens. And what about you guys? Don't you have any pens? I mean, you, EW, you have your whole case there. You, you all were packed. I, I was the idiot who thought it was still safe here. Well, I, I, I have some pens, and um, let, let me see. I, I, just... I do. I do have. Um... I do have something which might be of, 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 of some small help to you, but um, I, I would first swear you to secrecy before I, I, I reveal this. Of course, uh, Counselor. Uh, you know, attorney-client privilege and all you, that. I just ask you to swear, sir, as a gentleman, that you will never give, uh, you will give me your word that you will never tell another living soul about what you are about to see. Well, other than these two, since uh, we're all uh, apparently in this together. Very well, then. Um, at that point, I will remove my hair, <laughs> which is kept in place with two hairpins, and holding the toupee in one hand and the two hairpins in the other. I say, would these be of any use to you, sir? Well, uh, I, think, I think they would. Uh, <laughs> EW, your uh, secret's uh, safe with us. Uh, hopefully we won't be taking it uh, to our graves out in the prairie. I, I'm, I'm not sure whether these will work because they're, 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 very, they're very fine ones. They're, um, they're I will let you go ahead and do a, a roll to see if you can right. the lock. Well, I think they're finer than this lock, but uh, let's find out. Uh, I got a uh, extreme success. What is it? Special? Special success? That's extreme success. I have I have made my sanity roll. Um, <laughs> All right. And, and dealt with the horror of having revealed <laughs> my hate to the world. I will. I will allow it that by some miraculous chance, without bending them up too much, you actually managed to pop a lock. Um, tactics. There's a front door, there's a front window. There are back windows, but there doesn't seem to be a back door. Are there? Open out the front door. And at this point, you start to hear noise outside. You start to hear people, Sheriff, where are they? And he's like, now I have them secured. You don't have to worry. They're not going anywhere. And that's in the front that we hear that? Yeah. Are there like any like storage things? I want to go looking for guns. <laughs> uh, there is a gun locker. Uh, is it open? how locked? No, is it is padlocked. So and your bobby pins are all bent up by now. So. Okay, so that's going to be beyond uh, our uh, reach then, huh? Um, what are these what about, windows? Unless we shoot the lock off. Yeah, what about uh, Marty's shotgun? Is that out or is that locked up? The shotgun that Sheriff has it with him. All right. What are the windows like? They're just windows. But I mean, are they the kind of windows you can open and get out of? Are they the kind of windows you have to smash? Yeah. Open? No, you could probably just flip, flip them out. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to peek out the back windows. I want to look out. 
It's yeah. dark out there. It's dark on that side. Okay. I listen. Uh, can can we listen through the window? Is um, back there? There's there's nobody back there. Okay, uh, out the window. Come on, let's go. Yep, window sounds great. Okay. Are you all going to go out the window? Yeah. Hell, I well, am. I'm 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 halfway out already. <laughs> okay. Hey, who who has who has the car keys? I, I don't remember. I was too tired to drive before. I pull out the car keys. All right. All right. Let's let's get to the car. Okay. Yeah, let's let's skedaddle. Now, in order to get to the car, you're going to have to be running uh, behind the buildings from building to building. But there are large gaps where you will be exposed to the street, and there are people on the street. There have light sources. I guess it did. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got well, and the streets lit up itself. There's their street lights. Um, Diabolical. <laughs> uh, and, and and if you if you if you turn in the direction you came when you went out the window, right there, that's well. I mean, it's I, I want to say wilderness, but you know, it's not trees. It's uh, it's scrub brush and uh, eventually farms. Uh, is it moon? Uh, so how well lit is the place? What are the, what are the chances of being able to sneak across these gaps? Or? Well, it's actually pretty dark. You probably yeah. probably have a crescent moon, um, but it also means that it's very difficult to see when you go behind a building. It's pitch black, and the ground is not just nice and flat. There's rocks and there's weeds and there. Well, unless they're chasing us yet, it's more important to be stealthy than to be speedy. Uh, except, yeah, office in comparison to in relation to our car. Um, you're just a little bit down the street. Um, and you said the car was parked behind the hotel, so behind buildings is already good for us because the car is behind, right? The building, right? But you will have to go, uh, you know, into stretches that are maybe maybe 50 feet where there is no building and there is light from the street. So unless, I don't know, you have to find some way of crossing that gap without the people on the street just going, hey, look, that's them. Well, I mean, we can listen and see like how many people are on the street. Are they like out on patrol? Do, do we see, have the impression they're looking for us? It's a crowd, maybe 30 or 40 people. They're not looking for anything. They don't right. think that you're locked up. Right. So. You also uh, hear that what the sheriff is actually saying seems rather disturbing because he's not talking about you in the terms of he has to keep you safe. It's more like, well, he's got you. Right. Don't worry. We've got them. They're not going anywhere. My, my my dream's coming back to, back to me with her head sticking out of the sand, and I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, are there? Uh, is it possible to maybe like get across the gaps, uh, like from one like scrubby bush to another? If we try to be stealthy and we crouch down, the so, scrubby bushes are only about a foot, maybe maybe a foot and a half tall. It's grass. I mean, it's possible that you could sort of go out into the darkness and work your way around. I think that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, 
and uh, look, let's let's stick together and try to like get out behind the scrub. We can't let them see us. Uh, and, well, they, uh, they, don't, they don't know we're gone yet, so we're kind of got a lead, and we, yeah. so let's not be stupid and stay in the darkness. Okay. All right, let's go. All right, I'd like everybody to do stealth. Yep. Can I roll disguise instead? Because that's like, I'm just kidding. That's helping. What are you going to disguise yourself as? A sagebrush. <laughs> I'd well, disguise I, myself as an elderly Israeli woman. <laughs> Can I just roll luck? Because I don't have any stealth. Oh. Uh, 11 out well, of 50. I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah, if you don't pass your stealth, then go ahead and roll luck. Okay. Instead, so instead of spending luck, we can roll our luck. Oh my God. Like, I got a hard luck roll. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got an even better luck roll for sure. Um, it's uh, 24 out of 62. Okay. Jim, Jim, uh, he's giggling. Uh, I failed my first one. <laughs> you failed it? Okay. Yeah. So you guys are sneaking, and you think you're doing pretty well. And uh, all of a sudden, Jim, you look over next to you. I mean, maybe five feet from you, and you can see the glint of eyes looking at you. Like low low down like a child or something? Yeah, like maybe five feet from you, and it's dark, so you can't quite see the shape, and you're, you're pretty sure it's a kid, and... All of a sudden, it comes rushing at you, and it is a kid. It's a little boy, um, but he's got kind of a crazed look in his eyes, which seem a little too far apart. And he's—I've got, got the—I've got the pistol in my hand, and I'm going to try and well, you know, yeah. Um, and you realize that he's not alone at that same moment. Now, the rest of you suddenly hear all this commotion coming from where Jim is. Uh, he's got other kids with him. I look and, back. Uh, there's a dozen kids. And Jesus. of various ages, you know, from, from tots to uh, teenagers. And they're all, they've all got these this crazed look in their eye. And they're all trying to bite you with their big old buck teeth. Um, so let's do some. <laughs> uh, and and they're, they're attacking you not like a fighter. They're attacking you like animals would attack. Yeah. Okay. Do we all see this clearly? Well, yeah, once it starts. So, anyone, anyone that's getting near, I'm just trying to pistol whip them, you know, but. Okay, well, the one that comes at you, uh, it startles you, but go ahead and see if you can. Uh, we'll, we'll just go with next oh, they're, they're acting like a bunch of cotton picking varmints. Um, All I really need to know is whether it's regular, hard, well, or. I just got a zero 05. <laughs> I got a zero 05. All right, I got a zero 04, but, oh. but that's still, they're, they're both extreme. So. Basically, he lunges at you, and and you go to pistol him, but you end up sort of grabbing him, and you fall on your back, and he's like on top of you, snapping his little buck teeth at your face. Um, uh, and what do these now start? 
coming. I'll let out a little bit of a shriek. Well, I'm going to rush over there and like, I still got my case because I was afraid to leave it behind because they, people would like see there was a case there. So I like rush over and try to just knock them, sort of knock them off of them with the case. Okay. Well, there's other ones coming at you now. So uh, wait, at me or at yeah, general? at all of you. There's, uh, there's a dozen of them. Okay. Well, obviously, it's the case versus the feral children. So, and they're sort of chittering at you as they come. You also hear off in the distance, "Hey, what's going on over there?" So, Where? How far or am I from the car? No, uh, you've still got maybe a hundred feet to go. I just. Sorry. I don't know what anyone else is doing. Just so you know what Marty's doing. He's poking it. You're going to run to the car. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have no compunction about uh, hitting children. Okay. I, I, will, I will gleefully do that. That's why your wife left you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if only they'd known of each other's existence. How All right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's streamline this a little bit. Okay, EUW. One of them lunges at you. What are you, what, what's your, just go your level. I'm swinging a haymaker at that. Okay. Oh, uh, 77. Uh, <gasps> uh, this is so freaking weird because I got a 75. So he, he missed. Um, uh, and you, you know, you, you sort of missed too, but uh, there's others coming. Uh, Archie. Go ahead and roll. Uh, is it, what is it, just fighting probably? Yeah. Uh, normal success, 36 out of 50. Okay. He got, uh, he got a hard success. So uh, he grabs a hold of you and he bites down on your arm. Uh, go ahead and do a 1D4 and cut it in half. That's a little bit too much. Uh, Marty, you're running. And... Uh, one of them is bounding after you, but he doesn't catch up to you. Excellent. <laughs> okay. By now, you've also noticed that the adults have started to move in this direction. It's going to take them a bit, but they'll be here soon. Um, uh, Jim Coleman. Mm. Well, uh, as I'm kind of defending him with maybe the hand with the pistol, uh, Jim used to always do a bit of boxing, so he's just going to try and smack him right in the face and, and kind of get up. His, his goal is to smash, stun him and get up and move, and if he has to, start shooting. Okay. So go ahead and roll. I got a regular success. I got a... Um, it's a regular pass as well. Okay. So you, you punch the kid right in the face, and he goes over sideways, and makes an odd noise, a noise like a, a, a rabbit that's been caught by a dog, mm. uh, sort of a high-pitched squeal. Um, EW, what do you do? Um, I'm going to uh, make my way um, towards the car, okay. um, which I will do while um, doing what uh, aficionados of, of 1980s uh, straight-edge hardcore will know as uh, windmilling. <laughs> okay. Sure, <laughs> much I, I knocked my, my headphones out there. <laughs> so I, I'm windmilling okay. towards the, the car, um, blindly, flat, uh, um, blindly lashing out 
Okay. I'm a big, strong man. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do a, a, a roll to see if you hit him, but maybe at a penalty since you're just windmilling. Okay. Uh, well, I got 21. And, uh, oh, and nine. So that would be 21. Okay. So as he sort of lunges for you and you're windmilling, one of your fists cracks him in the face and he goes over making an odd little squeaky noise too. Uh, Marty, you will be to the car in not this round, but the next round. Excellent. Um, but go ahead and do a dodge roll because this one's lunging for your feet. That's a fail. Okay, he got a 34. So uh, as you're going, he lunges and manages to trip you. So you go down maybe 20 feet from the car. Um, and he's sort of doing that climby thing where he's, you're on, you're on the ground and he's now coming up over you. Um, uh, who do we miss? Did we get everybody on that one? Um, Archie. Archie. Is he still attached to my arm? Uh, yeah. Uh, how do I get him off? Uh, wait, did he get the arm that was hold, holding the case or the other arm? He got your right arm. Okay, well, I'm right-handed, so uh, that's the arm that has the case. Um, can I pick it up with my left hand and try and knock him off with the case? Okay. We'll just call that an attack. Is there a penalty because it's my offhand? Or? No. Okay, well... Um, I missed. Okay. Um, he got a 93. So he lets go of your hand. Uh, but one of his hands, he does have a hold of your wrist. And now he's snapping up towards your face, but he hasn't gotten you yet. Uh, Mr. Coleman. Um, so the goal now is to get on, on my feet and sprint. Um, I, I'm going to hold the pistol back. Um, if I manage to kind of move away, I might, and anyone's getting near, I'll shoot down towards the ground or towards the kids. But I'm not really wanting to shoot the kids, even though it's creepy as heck, but um, certainly to try and scatter them. Okay. Go ahead. Shall I, shall I do a dex for getting away? Yeah, go ahead and do a dex. Sounds good. Uh, that was a fail. Okay. Well, you turn around then. Go ahead and, and do what you're going to do. You're going to shoot at the ground or? Yeah, I'm going to shoot close to the nearest kid maybe that's coming for me, but I'm not going to try and shoot him. So okay. uh, can I can purposely miss him. Um, uh, that's a, where's my gun? That's a fail. It's a fail. You try to purposely miss him and you fail. Yeah. That means that you hit him. Yeah, that's a bit. So let's say you hit him right in the kneecap. Oh. And uh, he screeches and rolls to the side. And now he's just incessantly screeching as loud as he possibly can. And you look over and you see that people, men and women, are... Within the next round, they're going to 
be on top of you guys. Oh, well. Uh, EW. Well, I, I'm continuing to fight my way towards the car. Okay. Have at you. <laughs> Another penalty dice, is it? Yeah. Three. And the penalty dice is 41. <laughs> so it's 41. It's 41. It's hard to get like threes when I've got a penalty dice. Is, it, is a 41 uh, a success in Brawl or? Um, what your brawl is? Uh, it is, yes. I am okay. assuming it is. I have I've decided that my brawl was fifty. When I okay. Started. All right, that's reasonable. All right, so you manage to knock him out of the way as he lunges at you, um, and you are now probably twenty feet from the car. Next uh, to me, who's? <laughs> Yeah, you're jumping over Morgan, uh, under Marty, who's lying on the ground. Well, I have the keys, so he's grabbing me. Uh, the uh, the uh, kid uh, is kind of trying to beat on your back as you as you're lying on the ground, Marty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do? Can I? Like, how heavy is this kid? I'm just gonna. He's a kid. He's probably yeah, just, 12. Just, I don't care what the heck he does. I mean, if he's going to bite me, he's going to uh-huh. bite me. And I'm just going to just brush of adrenaline, just push. Okay. Scramble up and just get the car. All right. Uh, just do a dex roll. One hundred. I really want to push this, but... You oh, you roll. Do you want to push it? I'll tell you now. If you fail to push, uh, he's gonna latch down on your neck because that's what he's aiming to do at this point. I mean, you've already you've already got a hundred in. I already got a hundred. I mean, oh my word. Now, if you don't, he's just going to grapple with you at the moment. I mean, you're not going to get away. If you if you speed, I'll let you get away. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it. Okay. All right. So what happens is is you try to push him off, and what you end up doing is flipping over, so that. Uh, but he's scrambled. He's still kind of on top of you, but now you're face to face. Archie. Um, so what's my status? I've got uh, I've got him clinging to my wrist. Uh, yeah, and he's snapping at your face. Well, I've still got to try to uh, shake him off. Then, um, uh, is he clinging so tightly that I can't shake him off? Am I going to have to hit him, or you gotta try to maybe just try to try to shake him off? Okay, shaking him off. Is yeah. That's just brawl. Right. Yeah. Uh, ninety-nine. And he got a ninety-three. So you don't manage to shake him off, uh, but he doesn't manage to do anything to you in the process. Now, can I be moving while he's hanging from my arm, or is he too heavy? 
No, he's not that heavy, but uh, well, then I should be moving in the car direction. Okay, you're trying to drag around. You're trying right. to drag in that direction. I I assume yeah. you all are. Yeah. Uh, so so Jim, how close am I anyway? Uh, you're still about fifty feet away. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to get to the car as fast as I possibly can. Okay. Um, at this point, one of the adults is upon you. So he's going to try and grab you and uh, pull you away from the kids. Okay. And you can do whatever you want. Okay, I'm just rolling decks to evade. So I got a um, hard success. Okay. So he, the one of the adults tries to reach for you and grab a hold of your clothes, and you manage to pull out of his hands. Mm. And you can see him sort of push the kids away, but not in a violent manner, just sort of pushing them back. Um, and there are more adults that'll be here in just a moment. But uh, uh, Marty. Uh, All right. Did I did I skip uh, EW? I believe you did. Yes. All right. Go ahead. EW. Uh, my my uh, my my conscience has got the best of me, and um, seeing Marty, who is uh, frankly the only the only one of these people I actually have any time for, uh, be, being attacked by this thing, um, I, I'm going to introduce it to my boot. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to uh, kick the thing that's attacking him. Uh, 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 Squaw in uh, the uh, the rib cage. Okay. And I've I've got a ninety-seven. You know, we keep rolling very similar rolls. I got a ninety-nine. <laughs> so uh, you you swing your foot and it it. You don't connect, but it doesn't connect with you either. Um, so I, I basically just did a high me? leg kick. Yeah. This one. Ta-da! <laughs> so you're flailing your arms and you're kicking your legs. I'm actually windmilling now. I'm actually properly, like, <laughs> I, I believe that I'm at a seven seconds gig. Oh. All right, Marty. Is, did, did it get him off, trying to dodge getting kicked? Uh, for him, uh, a little. What, um, Mar? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ew, were you trying to kick the one that was on Marty? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It rolled off to to keep from getting kicked. All right, I'm gonna get to the car. <laughs> okay. Let's say you get to the car. Okay. okay. So you you are now at the door of the car, which is locked, and uh, you have to unlock the the door. And uh, E.W., you're right behind him. I um, hope so. Uh, I would like Marty and E.W. to do luck rolls. Come on. Um, See, I passed. <laughs> Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> passed. I've got... Twelve. Uh, Marty, you manage to get the door open, and you get inside and slam the door behind you. 
EW, you managed to get in the back seat on the driver's side and slam the door behind you. Archie and Jim, uh, within a second, you guys are overwhelmed because the adults have all gotten here. Um, they grab you and uh, restrain you, uh, but the adults are moving towards the car as well. And in the next round, they'll have surrounded the car. Well, I'm driving away. <laughs> okay, so you're starting the engine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you start the engine, the people get to the car, and they try to open the doors, and they try to get you out. Uh, you've locked the doors, I yep. assume. And I just, I don't care if somebody's in front of my tires, or I'm just... And there are a couple of them in front of you. Yeah, I'm here. just... Okay. Um, Fear has taken over. <laughs> okay. As the way I see it is, I'm going to have you do a luck roll. No. I mean, yeah, I'm going to have you do a luck roll. And this is simply to control the car. <coughs> and because it's 855. I got a 91. So, no. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. Um, you don't want us to just get away. You could have just let us drive away. So let's say that you try to pull out. Uh, you you try to avoid hitting people, but you do hit some people. And then you promptly, promptly crash right into the corner of the hotel as you attempt to come around the corner. And the car is overwhelmed, and almost immediately the windows are smashed, and uh, you guys are dragged out of the uh, the car. Unhand me, sir. Unhand me. Uh, we'll just say that they're rather violent towards you. So when you come to, <laughs> um, you are in the church. And they are all, it, it looks like at some point in the, history of it had been a Catholic church. Uh, but there's no crosses, and there is an altar, and uh, there are no statues of saints or anything, except there is a big statue of the Virgin Mary, which has been moved to the center of the altar, and it has been painted. And the way that it's been painted, it's been painted so that it has uh, large gopher-like looking teeth and eyes on the sides of its head instead of in the front. It looks like a fucking prairie dog, the way that they've painted the statue. And you guys are all tied up. Uh, and they are all reciting some kind of a prayer. It's in English. They're praying to the... Uh, uh, the Earth Mother, uh, the one who who has given them prosperity, and they're praying for salvation at this point from this horrible thing that's come down upon them. This uh, what's going to happen in the valley now? Am I gagged? <laughs> yeah, you're all gagged. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap it all up, because we should wrap it up at this point. We're, we're going, we've gone three hours. Um, 
they keep you tied up and they continually pray. You notice now the definite resemblance. Everybody, the older they are, the less they look, the more they look human. The younger they are, the more they look like prairie dogs. Um, even some of the children have fur, uh, a light blonde sort of tawny colored fur on their skin. Um, there's lots of them. They're all in families. They're all huddled together as they, as they say their prayers. And on day six, the National Guard shows up. The National Guard is composed mostly of um, people who didn't want to be taken in the draft. So they're not very good military. Uh, they keep you more or less a secret at first. Um, but the military... The people absolutely refuse to go. They uh, they drive the uh, the National Guard out of the valley and continue to pray. And on the seventh day, the flood comes and kills you all. And that's the way we'll end the story. So, long time ago, they had made a pact with Shabnagurath. And because of what they were doing, because of their prayers and so forth, they were genetically being altered and they were slowly becoming very much like prairie dogs. Uh, they call themselves the children of the earth and they worship her as the, uh, the lady of the earth. And that was what your vision kind of was. And you weren't, you weren't actually buried in the ground. You were prairie dogs. That's also why they all, stay in the basement because they sleep underground and they all huddle together in little, uh, little bundles of people under the ground. And they were prairie dog people. <laughs> all right. Any questions other than that? Why did my dice betray me? <laughs> You're so close. Why didn't, Shep Nig Why didn't Shep Nigraf save them from the flood? She doesn't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's an elder god. We don't care about them. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It's wonder one would wonder why one prays to these things. <laughs> uh, so where he is our players included Mick Swan, Morgan Llewellyn. George Sieg and Ken Trench with myself as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Mm -hmm.